From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Hello and welcome to episode 52, series 3, episode 23 of Two Miss P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. I hope we are all well, we are all sane and safe as we enter week 7 of lockdown. Is it, are we, are we officially still in lockdown? I've not known what day it is for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are back with another episode. We just want to start by apologising about last week's episode so um we were we obviously recorded it we sat out in the garden keeping our two meters and um weirdly as the episode was just about to finish i started to get what i thought was a migraine do you get migraines not really no well i i can get some pretty bad ones and it, it it depends on the type of migraine i get sometimes i can get a migraine where you know, usually the telltale sign is I start getting wavy lines in my eye. Right. And that's what happened to us. I don't know, it was right at the end where I was reading, I think, like, the O of the episode or something, and I was really struck, I was like, oh, my eyes are going here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I never know how bad the migraine's going to be, because sometimes it can be a mildish headache, an uncomfortable headache, or it can be, like, someone's drilling into my head, yeah, yeah. and my whole left-hand side goes completely numb tongue goes numb and I'm like I've, I've, I've got to go for bed um, so so anyway we finish the episode get back to, to get back to edit everything and everything looked absolutely fine on GarageBand like if you do record anything obviously if there's no sound it's just a straight line and if there's if there's sound you've got the sound waves. it's like a heartbeat thing you know? yeah yeah sort of like so that's all that looks absolutely fine so I'm like right I do what I normally do which is just save it stick it on yeah yeah because unless we've got a story involving Cockney John I don't really need to bleep anything bleep anything out, out. Yeah, yeah. and we sort of said at the end there's nothing there that we need to cut do we so upload it to uh, to iTunes and all that and then all of a sudden half of it is just completely gone like literally you get the the introduction no sound and then there's a 10 minute clip halfway through the episode where you can actually hear us talking so uh, you start messaging going oh it's not working it's not what so i'm looking in and uh yeah basically half of it just wasn't there just disappeared even though it was showing that it was recorded there was no sound coming out so using all of my IT expertise, <laughs> IT, IT, I um, turned my computer off, and then I turned it back on. Absolute textbook. And uh, loaded GarageBand up again, and yeah, uh, we managed to salvage the majority of the episode. There was just literally a fifteen-minute clip that we lost, which we'll go through in this episode. Um, it was funny though, wasn't it? Because I was like, which which bit did we lose? <laughs> yeah. Which bit did we lose? And then you were like, 
Oh, it was a bit that I was talking about this, and I was like, ah, we're good then. <laughs> yeah, don't need to worry too much. It's what? funny though, isn't it? Because people are like, um, it, what I love is the fact that we put the app up, and then people are listening to it yeah, straight, straight away. away. So people are kind of like, oh, it's not working, and I was like, yes, this is good. And not the fact that it won't working, but people were trying to listen. And then obviously the app on Apple Podcasts looked weird where it kind of joined to half of 50 as well. Mm. So it was saying that the app was like three hours long and people were going, <laughs> over three hours, yes! <laughs> well, that was the other thing. So once I managed to edit out the bit that we just could not save and I re-uploaded that, the episode was one one hour 40 or something like that. But on Apple Podcasts, two, two hours 50. And I was like, what's... And I couldn't... I love, that there, was no, I love that there was no negativity about it, though. It's yeah, kind yeah. Of people so I'll it. hold my hands up. I, I just don't know if it was... If I'd press, I don't know. But the, the only what it reminded me of is I don't know if there's anything with like telekinetic energy or whatever. But do you ever remember? I'm going to stop you right there. Are you going to ask me anything scientific? No, no, no. But Sweet. this has happened before. <laughs> this has happened before where I've got a migraine and it's coincided with a, a technological glitch in the matrix. So, looked like it turns out I didn't really. I got a mild little headache, migraine. It wasn't full on blown, but it must have been about 2011, possibly 2010. I got sent home from work with a migraine. Uh, they're the worst. I tell the worst. The worst I've ever had a migraine is doing the training, right? Because I can sort of, sort of wing it a bit if I'm in class. So if I'm in class with. You know the kids. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not. I'm not at the best of my game. If I fit, my eyes are going. I mean, there's some classes that it got. It, it happened quite a bit that they used to know. They're like, right, everyone keep their heads down. Mr. P's got a migraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to help the help brother out here. Um, but when it comes to training CPD, and it's happened a couple of times where my eyes go in the morning over lunch the headache comes and I've got to try and get through the afternoon with a full blown migraine and it is the because the other thing that happens to me as well is I can't get my words out so my brain's going you need to say this and my mouth's going ah <laughs> so that's the word but anyway 2010 get sent home from work with a migraine go to bed and um, had the phone just by the side of my bed and I woke up uh, like just must have been about 10, 11 o'clock at night. And my Facebook account had completely vanished off the face of the earth. Like, I couldn't log in. I couldn't... uh, And I'm like, what's going on? So I reinstalled the app, restarted my phone, did all that. And literally, there'd been this glitch in the matrix where Facebook had just completely... Uh, removed me from the platform in now battle, just before you went to sleep you went on some naughty sites <laughs> <laughs> and you got a virus it was the weirdest thing because I literally I'd, I'd had Facebook for about five years and I was so I remember being so angry at the time I phoned Facebook I tried to get in contact and there was just no <laughs> I record. phoned Facebook no but I, I tried to get in I was like what's going and there was nothing I couldn't find any sort of guidance and I just had to restart my profile again and there was one Zero point where friends. I had 11 friends. Ah. <laughs> End of day one, 11 friends. So I, it was, I kept um, you hanging for a bit. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't decline it. I just left it there so you could just pend in. Uh, but the thing was, at the time, I was so angry because I'd just lost like five years of photos and obviously we had all the kids' pictures and everything of the trips being born. Um, but then... 
well now I look back and I'm like it was the best thing that ever happened because there was five years of the cringiest Haircut. worst <laughs> haircuts Shoes. status updates the oh. worst because you still get them on your Facebook yeah, memories my, where my, uh, you're whacking out a lyric from a <laughs> my, my, I had a status right this is hilarious I, I had a status pop up on my Facebook the other day and it said it said um, I'll, I'll take the language out did I have a bit of language a bit of blue yeah. it said something like any man any man with a any man with a penis can make a baby but only a real man can raise a child, right? <laughs> that was at the point of, like, when I didn't have a girlfriend, I lived at home, single bed, didn't drive, didn't have a job, like, and I'm writing statuses. didn't have a child. Am, and I'm writing statuses like that. I do know the bit. You liked it? <laughs> Old me or new me? I don't know. Old Facebook or it new Facebook? No, it's new. It's got to be new. But based on everything you see now about, you know, people whose tweets get um, yeah. get them in so much, yeah. I, I, I'm thankful. But I wonder if there's a connection there with me getting a migraine and there being some sort of glitch on my on my. There was another computer. one that came up, um, and I, I don't think I've touched on this. It was something like, Forrest Gump said, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And then I said, I got diabetes, <laughs> Forrest, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're uh, all right. They're not going to cast me. Yeah. So anyway, what the bit that was missing from last week's episode, we'll, we'll try and record a similar thing this week. It was basically the uh, unpopular opinions that we shared in episode 50. And we asked you guys to share some of your school-related ones, so we're going to go through a couple of them. So we'll do that a little bit later in the episode. But other than that, how's your week been, Adam? It's not been... Well, it's a... It's a it's a bit of 50-50, isn't it? Because it was, it was okay going into Sunday. Yeah. And obviously, we're going to come on to that because I think everyone who's listening to this is, is aching <laughs> to know. To know. Um, and then after Sunday, it's been a little bit, bit, little bit dull, a bit yeah. confused.com. Um, but I have got some funny, some funny stuff to say, obviously, involving the one and only Isla. Yeah. Um, there was... She's got really into Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, oh, yeah, like for some random reason, I just thought, what would she enjoy watching? Something that I can watch as well. This is yeah. where I'm getting to the point now. It needs to be something that I can watch. You know, Cotney John. See, my kids are at a good age for that. Yeah, Cotney John touched on Paw Patrol and stuff, and, and my little boy is liking a bit of Paw Patrol now. But, you know, when I've got Isla there, I'm always like, oh, so I thought, oh, I'll put Pirates of the Caribbean on. So, um,. We bought her a pirate outfit. She watched the first three. And I mean, if you know the Pirates films, yeah. the first one is absolutely amazing. I think I've only watched the first the one. The first one is absolutely amazing. And then the second two are good, but they're a bit long and they're a bit kind of confusing. Try and put yeah. too much stuff in there. But she was loving it. Um, so I bought her a pirate costume uh, and it came and she put it on and she's cute as a button. Yeah. And then... Um, I was saying to Kim, like, oh, I'm not sure whether to order her, like, a sword and stuff, because she kept saying, where's my pirate sword? And I was like, mm, not sure <laughs> about that. So I just thought, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll lay out the rules to her. I'll say, if I order you a, a, the, the little set, mm. you're not allowed to hit me or mummy or Max <laughs> or anything. And then she, she asked me this. She said, can I shoot you? And I said, strange question. <laughs> Intense. I was like, but... I was like, yeah, as long as it's from afar. <laughs> you know, as long as it's from afar, that's not a problem. Right? And then, and not in the back of yeah, the so, then, so then 
execution so then this kill. stuff came right this stuff came and she yeah. was buzzing it was mum and daddy ordered it actually because they got primed sort of for the earlier earlier yeah. it's here the better so we went round we collected it and she was loving it right then this is the bit that freaked me out was we got home and I'm sat there with Isla and Isla um, come up to me and went daddy say cheese and I went cheese and she pulled a gun out and popped one <laughs> right in my head but how weird she set it up she, she, she set me up for a picture sometimes, sometimes she comes round with like a camera and yeah. just goes say cheese and stuff like messing around you, pra- you practice yourself she, again she, she said say cheese and I didn't even see a gun and I went cheese and she went bang right in my head right, right between the eyes I couldn't believe it I was like, yeah and then um, and then another funny one was we were outside and uh, she was getting a little bit carried away now she had a she had a day and I'm sure anyone who's got youngsters at home will know that it's it's a it's a, it's a bit like confusing because you're just like where's where's my gorgeous little girl gone she yeah. was like she was possessed it was ridiculous <laughs> it was all day so I was playing the power of Christ <laughs> compels you I am um, I was like say cheese <laughs> so I am um, I put her on time out right I was playing music on my phone and I put her on time out and then uh Kim, Kim was like saying to her like you've got to realise that you can't be that heavy handed with Max and yeah. I mean the problem is Max because he's not a wet he's not a wet little kid he takes the punishment and laughs so she goes she, you know she'll she'll throw him to the floor and then he'll be laughing his head off so then she goes he's laughing he's laughing and I'm like no no that's not the point Max, it right. Max is looking at me like look who's talking he's looking at me like it's pretty funny um, so anyway um, Isla sat down Kim's kind of just telling her telling her off and I'm sat with my phone and Max uh, playing the music <clears throat> and Kim said uh, just put a song on and then once the song's over you can be off time out now Isla had done my head in all day mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I went on my phone <clears throat> and I put Purple Rain on <laughs> 8 minutes 40 it was on 4 the, the song that was queued up the song that was queued up was like 3 minutes 19 yeah. I got that off the shuffle and then put Purple Rain on and during the guitar solo she was sat there rocking on the chair like can I come up now and I was just like oh, I want to see you <laughs> um, so you know a little, a little parenting hack for you there you know you, until this song ends you can't come off just put someone on that you know is an absolute monster um, but yeah I mean she, she has been amazing and it is you know it's tough the whole situation is not just tough for us it's tough for them as well she's desperate mm. to I've said this before she's desperate to play and I'm, the thing is I'm trying to play as much as I possibly can but you know four year olds play is not like you know one, one of the things as well is it, it's a killer for my back like I, you know getting down to her to play yeah. It's so hard. And the weirdest thing is, it's like her mission is to put me in the most uncomfortable position to play. Yeah. I, I'll be like, right, I'll sit on the couch and then we'll play over there. And she'll go, no, you need to sit here. <laughs> and it's on this tiny little cushion, right you know, right in the middle of the room, so I've got no kind of balance. No so, way to recline. So I'm sat with folded legs, just like, God almighty, I'm not going to get up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. So it's just Bohemian Rhapsody would be a good one. That's a Bohemian one. Rhapsody would be a great one. Yeah, 
There must be some other really long well, song. Well, I think Mirrors by Justin Timberlake's quite a long song as well. Yeah, this one... Um, there's some songs that have m- mad long intros as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure people will get sharing some in the uh, in the podcast group. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been an eventful week. It's been, uh, and we'll get on to obviously the big news that came out the weekend. But uh, other big news in the Parkinson household is that finally, after weeks since lockdown, the first thing I said, I was like, right, because I've been eyeing up uh, one of these for ages. Uh, like an inflatable hot tub. Oh yeah. Right. So um once I love it. it's big news in the Parkinson household. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just great news for you. <laughs> no, in our house, I'm talking about I was, my one, I was wondering what it was then. I was like, oh what? Yeah, What's happened? Yeah. So uh, I got a t- so anyway, so I've been on the hunt. I've literally scoured the internet to try and find an inflatable hot tub, but I think everyone's had the same idea. And a couple of people on Twitter and stuff have, have, have got one. So I was like asking where they're from, and then when I got on the website, sold out. And then uh, Big Mike just, just dropped a text on it was Sunday morning. I think it was Sunday morning. And he was like, um, or was it? Anyway, doesn't really matter what day. It doesn't really matter what day. Yeah, it is, does who it? cares? And he's like, I'm in B and Q getting some paint, and we've got hot tubs here. But he'd sent it at about half nine, and I was still asleep. I woke up at about five to ten, saw the text, and I was like, please, I phone him. I'm like, please say he's still there. Please say he's still there. And he was. So I was like, just grab one, just whatever it is, just grab it. So uh, we got that set up. But I tell you what, what a pain in the ass it is to maintain. Yeah, it was always going to be one. Oh, it? just you got to get the chlorine levels right. You've got to get the pH level right, the alkaline level right. And the thing was, I've got no, no. It just cut it. Dad dropped it off. I built it, put the water in, and I'm like, right, sweet. And then the day after, all the water's really cloudy, and I'm like, just re- I've read so many websites about inflatable hot tubs. Um, anyway. We're, we're, we're slowly but surely getting there. I've got some chlorine tablets now, so yeah, it's been uh, yeah an eventful couple of days in the house in the Parkinson household. Yeah, well, it's it's just one of them, isn't it? I think everyone last week, um, obviously the week we released the episode, and I thought I thought episode fifty one when we recorded last week was really funny. I, I, yeah. this is well, it was a slow start because we were both. What was funny yeah. about last week was I I went to. I went into it hoping you were going to pick me up mm. and I think you were the exact same so when we met we were like yeah. how's your week been? It was two Rosses, <laughs> wasn't it? Hi, hi. Yeah. Ross and Russ. <laughs> hi, hi. Uh, um, but um, no, it was one about what I loved was and, and quite a few people posted about it, wasn't it? Um, about the fact that you know, it's nice to hear that everyone's in the same boat. And yeah. That, you know, because on these episodes no one's going to listen to it if we're both just there for, for two hours like oh. you know like, uh, like have you got that funny story you want to tell no yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought it was and, and, and some of the comments that we've, we've got and, and I did want to, I did want to read one out and I don't know if I should do this really because this person tactically put something really nice in the group yeah um, purposely because she thought if she put it really nicely then we'd read it out and she was absolutely right yeah <laughs> Because I'm going to read the hell out of it. Um, but I think the comments, you know, are just so lovely to read. And, and the group, I mean, thanks to thanks to Bojo, the clown. Yeah. It, the group absolutely went off. But something funny, I'll tell you something funny about that, right? 
Adam's just trying to find the comment. What I will say is that I'm struggling to keep up with the amount of uh, posts that go into the group now. I love it. It's great. It's It's amazing. It's a bit of a community. It's building up. (laughs) It is. That's what I was about to say, because someone did put on the group the other day that, you know, uh, about their circumstances. I can't remember it off, but they were saying that they've got, uh, I think, three kids at home, one fairly newborn, and they were struggling with it. And, you know, just to see the amount of other people that were coming in and commenting and sort of helping each other made yeah, me so proud. Yeah, no, I, I completely But agree. I struggle to keep on top of everything. Like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit later, what happened this week with a, with a comment. But, um, you know, I'm trying my best not to, to try and find a bit of a balance with the amount of time I spend on things like social media and that. Yeah. Um, but as the group grow, grows, it's just amazing to see how many people are connecting and sort of sharing the thoughts and, and things like that. So everything that I see just brightens is, my day. I, I've, I've, I'm posting a lot more in the group because I, yeah. just, I just buzz off it now. And like, it, you know, just just people being excited for the episodes, people listening. I, I, I absolutely love it. But Joanne Clark, so right. uh, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, Joanne, um, Name check. Well done there, yes. Uh, she put, I listened twice to episode 51. Some highlights were booting the fairies, 65 inches. I didn't know I talked about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the TV. Uh, Mad Donners, 3XL secret. <laughs> the phrase, hiding my little who, and your mum paying you to pull your socks up. Genius. I think last week's was my favourite ever, but this week's was a very close second. You guys rock. This gets me a mention on the pod, right? I put a funny gif like, oh yeah. But yeah, (laughs) it it does. But going back to loads of people posting. So I posted a couple of things after, uh, after, you know, our our fearless leader um, giving us a true morale boost on Sunday. Yeah. Um, And then I'm in in a group with a couple of people from work and uh, one of the girls, Jess, posted this thing that said, the best parental response so far, not sending mine in. I want to see social distancing measures that are in place because the school can't even stop the spread of nits. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then I saw that and immediately thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nab that and I'm gonna put it in the group. But I'd already posted twice in the group. And I right. thought, I don't wanna just look like I'm just like, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. So I said to Jess, I said, do us a favour and pop it in the podcast group it'll kill and she was a bit like mm. and I went nah seriously post it in 221 <laughs> likes 241 shares she doubled my posts I was like oh god <laughs> take advantage man no it's uh, no. if you've not yet joined the group go over to Facebook just search Timmy's Peas in a podcast get involved because you know um, if you've got something funny to share we can pick it up from there um, but yeah, now, now we've give it a little mention. Should we go yeah. straight in? Yeah, I think we're probably best straight into uh, Covidiot of the week. Don't wanna be a Covid idiot. Behaviors all over social media. Okay, so COVID of the week. Um, well, just before we do go into the winner this week, <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Who will it be? <laughs> yeah. Um, Honourable mention to Liam O'Neill on Twitter, who put this tweet out this week that I put on my Insta story. 
um, and it got quite a few responses. Um, teachers sat at home on full pay and looking forward to keeping their feet up throughout the summer are now in arms because they are being asked to do some work. What do the folks working in supermarkets, etc., think about that? Um, I was tempted to reply to it, and you, you know, know me. But you know me. This, I'm is not where, one... this is where we've got to go, Mitchell Brothers style. You know, you're Ross Kemp, like Ross Kemp on ICT. <laughs> Like, I'm going to go in and fix that computer. You need to let me be your fill. Let send me in with a bottle of b- bottle of Jamers, and I'll just be like, "Listen here, listen here, Liam. You complete prat." No, <laughs> he'd be like, "I've got nothing left." Um, but he, the, the thing with him was when I went on it in his in his um, bio, his Twitter bio, mm. it mentioned Brexit. Ah, so straight away it's like tube. So did did he comment on your thing? No, no, he just put that tweet out and someone sent it me. So I screenshotted it and put it on my Insta mm. story. I didn't. I shared it on Twitter as well, but I didn't. You can't win with these sort of people because they're absolute. You don't give them the. You don't give them the airtime. Yeah. We've been through this. It's, it's. I mean, he is a true COVID idiot. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, absolutely. it will take a true fool. <laughs> to, to take him off the... Uh, but some the of the comments were like, going on about, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, you get 13 weeks off a year and you get paid this much and that and that. And I'm just a bus driver. And someone just commented going, we'll be a teacher then. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, if it's that bad what you're doing, change it. Don't then hate on, you know, hate on teachers. I anyway. absolutely, uh, you know, it, it, it does, it grinds my gears yeah. terribly because oh. not, not, I'm not a teacher, but obviously... You're, you you were a full time well, teacher, aren't you? Well, yeah, I do. I do a lot of teaching, but I'm talking. Like I don't have the, I don't have the complete um, responsibilities of a teacher yeah, when yeah. it comes to things like planning and marketing yeah, yeah. and things like that. But never do I. <laughs> but no, but like you used to, and I remember yeah. how much you used to work. You were well dry. You wouldn't you wouldn't even watch games with me when you were when you were working, even at your your uh, student job when you were. What was that called when you at uni? Yeah, like when you what's it called? Placement. Placement. Placement, yeah. You know, you were well dried. I I wanted to go and play mini golf and stuff and you just wouldn't even do it. (laughs) And then, um, you know, and then obviously my wife. Look how far I've come. My wife, who's a a full-time teacher, and she is just, she is brilliant at what she does. But she works constantly and she does, you know, hours, and everyone does. Everyone who I work with works unbelievably hard. Teachers and TAs and everyone else. And then, you know, when you've got these absolute joke shops... These two, five, six bus route guys right, who, well, who are coming out giving it the big in. It's just a bit like, nah, do you know what? Shut up! <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, I mean, it, you, for, uh, what I keep telling teachers is just don't engage. Just don't engage. Like, hold. <laughs> yeah. So another, another. I was speaking to another lad who was quoted in a newspaper because he um, he was basically reacting to what Bojo came out with. And, <laughs> and um, he started getting loads of loads of nasty comments as well. And I just said to him, just don't engage because you never win. You'll never come out of an experience of having a, a, an argument with someone on social media. You'll never at the end of it, you'll never come out satisfied. No, you're so just, you might yeah, as well yeah, just and you, you'll leave walk it. back with regret. I mean, we went through this a few, a few yeah, months yeah, ago. Didn't we? It, it's, it's one of them. You, you keep doing what you're doing well, yeah. and, and what annoys me as well is like. You know, in this lockdown, I'm constantly thinking about, um, you know, my staff, my children, yeah. and, and what they're missing, and it, and it upsets me. And then when I'm ringing 
when I'm doing my call arounds, you know, and I'm trying to lift spirits. I have to kind of put on a bit of a show as well because I'm absolutely devastated for like the year sixes and things like that. But you know, when people try and claim that we're sat there with our feet up, only when it's time to recline. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't just recline all day because if I, yeah. you know, if I if I could, I would. Yeah, and it's and teachers are working so so hard. Yeah. Um, the majority, you know, and there's different levels to it. Obviously, some schools will be providing some work some schools will be providing loads of work but you know teachers are doing that and and the thing is so much of that is so um subjective to me so what you know if if let's say so the triplet school are providing so much work i could look at that and go oh it's not enough and then suddenly i can go on a campaign saying teachers aren't doing enough teachers aren't doing enough but it's it's so sort of subjective to what you think is enough work and it's just at the end of the day, teachers are doing their absolute best. With you know, you've got what you've got to understand as well is with this whole lockdown. I remember being in school on the Thursday when the announcement came out that schools are finishing on the Friday, closing on the Friday yeah. to most children, and just to see how the profession has responded, given that you we had a day to prepare. Um, it's just unbelievable and some schools are doing it better than others obviously you know this is what I was saying the amount of messages I've had from schools who have had my training and because they've implemented ideas from my training this sounds really big-headed but I'm going to say it anyway it does yeah just because you know they've had my training they've used the ideas from my training so they've got things in place they've got the technology going so now they're having to move to online learning that jump isn't uh you know, isn't too too tough to do. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Now, obviously, there's going to be a lot of schools who were using no technology, were, were quite behind the times. Who, who don't like you. Yeah, who, you know, don't like working smart and not hard or whatever it might be. <laughs> so the the it's, it's been a big jump and it, it might have taken a little bit longer and they might not have been able to transition as easily as others. But they're still trying the best. They're still doing everything I, they possibly I also, can do. I also think that at the end of the day, it's th- this whole situation no one's no one's dealt with a situation like this this is this no, is not it's like a, it's yeah it's, it's, it's exactly so you know people are going to do things differently people are going to get things right get things wrong but what what idiots like that Liam is it Liam oh, I, I forgot his name then Sewell <laughs> <laughs> but you know what people like he's him, him have got to realise is you know everyone's in it for the children and yeah, yeah. everyone's doing what they can and then when it's all said and done we will be there back when we need to be back when it's safe to do so doing everything we need to do absolutely but anyway covid it of the week then it's got to be the one and only bojo boris the absolute what can you say i don't know what's higher than a clown <laughs> you know what what comes above a clown this is a jester keep, this is what i keep saying i was laughing the other day uh to be fair though we can't just it's not just him is it no no obviously you've got, you've got to give them all a bit of clown cred the they're all part of six <laughs> yeah well you vote for a clown expect do you know when he goes you know when he, you know when he like, gets ready for one of them announcements <laughs> someone just goes ah, and boris just goes oh. <laughs> This is, the this is the greatest show. Uh, but he made me laugh the other day, like um, uh, Philip Schofield was going going in on the announcement, and I was like, "Wait a minute, Scof! You were the one who was sat there selfieing himself with Joe Bojo, and now suddenly he's you know 
not he's having up it. Up the arms. He's, uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so um, one thing's for sure, uh, we don't have a clue what's going on. Um, that announcement on Sunday was the worst. It's like a teacher going into EYFS and teaching them algebra. That's how it, clear it was. It's funny because I was trying to think, because I knew that this had come up on the pod, and I was trying to think of examples. I was trying to think, I mean, obviously, we all know when that came out on Sunday, I think everyone was everyone was gearing up to Sunday, weren't they? Oh, it's not, like not countdown. Kind of like, not with kind of like, everyone knew that it was going to be some sort of joke. Everyone knew that it wasn't going to be, it wasn't going to be the right call anyway. No. But I think people were just hoping, and everything I saw, Sky News, BBC News, because I did look on them. Yeah. I, you know, people were just going, I think people just need clarity. They need a clear answer. Well, and then well, I, one I watched... thing I would say, because I was, I was close to putting the media, the mainstream media is COVID of the week, because in the build-up to Sunday night's announcement, it was as if lockdown had ended. Like, all the front page was all about, you know, oh, uh, end yeah. of lockdown. And people... Happy what Monday, this is what I, yeah, this is what is annoying me at the minute is that the government keeps saying, use your common sense, use your common sense. Um, but there was, a, there was a meme going around the other day, which is one of the MPs, I think it was Ian Duncan Smith going, you know, just got to trust that the British public can use the common sense. Then there was a headline of a guy on the front of, um, I think it was like the Daily Sport, where it was like, I stuck nine cream eggs up my bum. <laughs> I mean, it is ridiculous, isn't it? It's the VE celebration. Yeah, the VE celebration. Like, and it was on the BBC News, people just not social distancing and thinking it was up. And, but, then oh. you see, but then you see that, is it Nicola Sturgeon? Oh yeah, yeah, she's funny. But she came she's out. She's amazing. She, she came out, <laughs> she did that press conference and I stumbled upon that press conference and and she was just very, she was really... She was really clear and precise, as in I understood it. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like that's the audience. That's that needs the gauge. To be, yeah, they need to be aiming at. Does this guy get it? Does he get it? Maybe you could get a job. I what with 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 Bojo, where he runs it past you, and you'd be like, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I watched, didn't get that. Voice. I watched Bojo on on Sunday, and and all I could think was, right, what am I going to say? Here on the <laughs> on the I mean, this is what was funny. This is what I kind of thought of is imagine. With how uncertain and how ridiculous it was, I, I was I was saying this to Kim. I said, "Imagine Boris Johnson like breaking up with his bird." Do you know, like um, it's it, it's you and not me, but it, it's a little bit of me, and, and but more of you, but still me. And then he's like, "I don't want to see each other anymore, but I still want to be friends and go out." And, yeah. What? 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 Yeah. You know, I don't understand yet. And then we were saying as well, like <laughs> a few episodes ago. I talked about asking um, Kim's granddad, the Scottish granddad, for directions and, and that funny. Imagine <laughs> yeah. asking Boris. Imagine going, all right, Bojo, uh, how'd you get to uh, Buckingham Palace? Oh, Buckingham Palace, yes. You go straight down, take a left. But when you take a left, you've got to take a right. Um, go straight down. Then as you're going down, make sure you turn around and come back the same way. And then yeah. when you get there, you'll be destination unknown. Uh, Buckingham Palace. Uh, I mean, the, 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 they know what they're doing. They just... Essentially, obviously, before the Sunday announcement, they've changed the guidance on it. So it was, it was stay at home, uh, protect the NHS, save, lives, save yeah. lives. So when they change that, they've, they've, they've washed the hands of it. Basically, going, um, we're leaving it to you. 
and if the virus continues to spread, it's not our fault. That's you see essentially the big what it is. Like, stay alert, because that was everyone <laughs> kicking off. It's stay alert. Someone said, "I was in the park. I was jogging in the park, and I saw COVID nineteen coming for me, but I was alert and jumped behind a tree." <laughs> well, I made I made a video about it where it was like what would you do as a teacher so you know staying alert you've got to have like 25 coffees a day and I was joking you know we spent all the PE budget on crates of Red Bull and Monster uh, you know I'm, I'm looking at year three who are teaching rocks at the minute so I, I, you've got to stay alert because <laughs> yeah. that's a topic that you might struggle with and then it was like control the virus how the hell do you control something you can't <laughs> see and I even mentioned that knit thing like we struggled to uh, control nits but something we can't see I'm sure we're going to be fine and I went into the whole you know first thing you've got to do is is clap to get the COVID-19's attention so yeah <laughs> now if weird, it doesn't the, clap back the weirdest thing show is, it five it's like you know stay alert right and then it says control the virus they've been going on about this is an invisible warrior this yeah. is an invisible you know whatever uh, enemy which you cannot see and we cannot control <laughs> and then it's just kind of like control it you know straight away it's like it's like putting a three year old who's never kicked a footy in the middle of a field absolutely blasting a ball in the air and going right stay alert lad control it I know <laughs> it's absolutely uh, it's just an absolute but then, shit but then I mean you know you can't do COVID of the week and not mention Bojo's across the pond uh, opposite I thought you were going to say Matt Hancock he's, D- he's, the gift. he's the gift that keeps on giving as well the health secretary he is so out of his depth oh, he looks like he's drowning <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> he does he does wrong <laughs> yeah. have you seen that where there's you a guy who does hey, Matt, Matt you're going, you're going out for dinner yeah yeah what do you want oh, get us a, um, get us a uh, just a ham sandwich mate just ham yeah yeah, just ham. Hancock comes back with like a tuna sandwich. What's that? Uh, I, I couldn't quite. Uh... Yeah, but there's there's a great skit where a guy's like pretending to be the guy in his ear. Have you seen that? Where he does no. the conference. Have you not seen it? No. Again, it's doing the rounds on social media. It's brilliant. But yeah, on the other side of the pond. Oh. I mean, it, we think it's bad with Bojo, and I've seen so many funny um, remixes of that. Stay alert. Yeah. Uh, some, what, have you seen some? I've seen been some. your favourite? Oh. Mine's the, uh, the jumping frog out of the that one? <laughs> I am too, yeah. Um, uh, thing is, though, we, you know, Trump, he, he did China again, didn't he? he I don't, oh, if yeah. anyone hasn't seen it, um, a woman of, would you say just a, Asian ethnicity? Was, was asking a question and it was yeah. a fair question saying mm. about like why are you treating this like a competition Numbers Americans are yeah Americans are dying and then he just went well yes I think you should ask China <laughs> and then and then he just kind of like lost it and then left and I was just like oh my god and then it got me thinking again because obviously <laughs> I've just said to Kim about Boris on a date yeah. and being like you know so uncertain kind of like I love you but I don't want to be with you <laughs> and then I was saying imagine Trump like oh what should we get to eat should we get an Indian or a Chinese absolutely no I want nothing from China <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, this is a thing as, as much as they can you know lead a country and lead um Lead the biggest, you know, one of the biggest power. Well, both 
massive powers in the world. They could never be a teacher, either no. of them. Either of them could never last a day in there. Can you imagine Trump as soon as a child asks him a question? Uh, Miss, uh, Mr. Trump, you've, you've spelled it on the, on the board wrong, and he just lose it. Like, <laughs> no, do you know what he do? Do you know what he do? If you put, if you, classic spelt wrong, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. If you just put Wednesday and a kid went, uh, Mr. Trump, you forgot the D in Wednesday, no, it didn't. You, you don't tell me how to spell Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> You are fake news. Yeah. Wednesday is now spelled like that because I because yeah. I'm the one who came up with it. Okay, I know more about the days of the week than anyone. Have you seen that? Where yeah. like, like, you know it's more than anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think anyone knows as much about China as me. I don't think anyone knows as much about this as me. Oh, and then there, there was a clip. It was so funny. I can't, I can't for life me remember what it was about. But it was something about. Um, say 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 something like Iran. Yeah. And it was an interview a couple of years ago where he was just like, I, I can't possibly comment on that. I don't know that much about Iran. And then literally, when well now he's president, he goes, I can I can tell you right now, n- no one in this world knows more about Iran. That's my only saving grace at the minute. It's like it could be worse. We could have a we could have Trump. Well, I mean, the funny thing is, how weird is it that we've both got leaders? With such grim hair. I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's just, I mean, I'm not saying I would like them more, but I'd, I'd have a bit more like, right, at least he's done the lick. I mean... Keir Starmer's got, got a bit of a do going, hasn't he? Trump. Trump's hair is a disgrace. I mean, you talk about primary school, you think about him in reception. Think about them, when we're talking about them kids gluing masks to the face. Imagine the glue and stuff all over Trump's hair. With the Prince Dick. I don't like it. Get it with me. <laughs> Uh, but Bojo, you <laughs> get no. Well, he, looks like, he looks like he prints things he's had, doesn't he? Yeah. But imagine him as a teacher. Oh, He'd be no. a, we're we're, we're going to do a bit of maths, uh, but we're also going to do the, yeah. the, the, the English. It's going to be literally a numeracy. It's called the numeracy. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to write all the numbers as, as words, <laughs> but you've got to answer it in numbers and words. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go to work, not go to work. Yeah. I love that, yeah. <laughs> Matt Lucas, that yeah. was funny, isn't it? You've got to go to work if you can go to work, but don't go to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's just, you got to laugh, haven't you? Because if you didn't laugh, you'd, you'd bloody cry. But yeah, so um, going off Sunday then, uh, uh, on what was said, if things stay or if things carry on improving, which I'm going to put out there now, don't see it happening. Don't see the rate of infection. Don't see the Nando's chart. Oh, <laughs> reducing. Yeah. My God, the Nando's chart. <laughs> Once we get to Lemon and Herb, we're like, going to be why, able to why, see our mates. Why, why do they do stuff like Surely someone's, someone's been Nando's before and gone, you know what, Bojo? <laughs> that looks an awful lot like the spice, the spice chart in Nando's. Uh, so... Um, if if it can, what is it? It's it's, so it's it's year one and reception. No no no. But what was the equation that made no sense as well? Oh, oh I've got it. It's like R COVID equals R plus. Oh no, yeah. it's the rate. It's the chart in it. Yeah yeah. So it's uh, so it's rate of infection and number of infections. Yeah yeah. It, let me just see. I've got it here somewhere. Um, yeah, here we go. So it is. Uh, COVID alert level equals R, which is rate of infection. Add number of infections as soon as that came up on the TV I was like I was literally looking at it just thinking like oh my god Mr. Kanan will be fumed with me for not having a clue what this means 
but anyway, it's not going to happen because uh, you know we've already seen in the past couple of days that cases are still going on. Yeah, but did you see like you know when, he, when he's talking? Have you seen the graph between countries? Well, I mean, I don't. Where like it's... people have peaked and then come down, so they've actually got an arch. We've sort of hit a peak and then just carried on. Yeah, it's it's so we're not. The, I mean, it's difficult to talk about stuff like because it's just so heartbreaking when you think about the lives yeah, lost. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's just it's horrible. And then when you put out a message like that on Sunday, and um, and then you see like on on the news on Monday it was because everyone was like rushing back to work because they were not sure about the message. Like the buses in London oh, were jam packed. It ridiculous. was ridiculous. And because uh, that's don't use tr- public transport, but go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine like, if you can't go to work, go to work. Yeah, go to work. Uh, so uh, the announcement's been made, and then obviously the guidelines now come out about reopening schools to children in reception year one, year six. Right. So. I've got a couple of issues with this in it, in itself, like because to me this seems like it's not about education. This the government's rush to bring back kids for me just seems that it's not about education. It's about um, the economy. So reception in year one, the saying the line of you know the transition and getting them in. For me, it's like they're the ones who will need the most. Uh, looking after yeah, right? yeah. so we need them in school so parents can go back to work that's how it feels yeah, to me yeah. because when you actually read the guidance and some of the EYFS stuff it's like right we'll take them outside but you can't have any equipment outside so make sure as much of your learning is happening outside but you can't use uh, you know <laughs> it's equipment just, like, it's like they've written what <laughs> Boris says uh, you know go outside to learn but don't actually go outside yeah, it's just mad. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen on June the 1st. And again, it's obviously caused a lot of fuss and you've got teachers, rightly so, sort of worrying. We've got teachers sat- worrying, concerned. You've got parents worrying, concerned. concerned. You've got government, not governments, local authorities mm. concerned. You've got um, unions. unions. I mean, yeah. unions are absolutely... They are Lou, they are Mitchell grubbing it up, aren't they? They are probably going And rightly so, because what's not being considered in any of this is staff safety. And what what everyone needs to understand is that, you know, uh, teachers want to be back in school. There's no teacher who, you know, well, there might be a couple, but majority of teachers want to be back in school as normal and would give anything for that to happen sooner rather than later. But it shouldn't come at a cost. It shouldn't come at a cost because already teachers have died because of it. Yeah. Teachers have contracted the, the illness from being in school looking after vulnerable key worker children, contracted it and died. You know, and for me at the minute, it doesn't seem like this decision's being made uh, out of education because of education. Because the other thing as well is with all the guidelines that have come out and if you set it up, what is the actual quality of the provision provision going to be? Because, don't get me wrong, as a teacher, it's tough at the best of times to try and juggle everything you've got to do. Seating arrangements, lesson planning, you know, differentiation, all these other elements. You now add in all these social distancing rules as well. Are teachers actually going to be able to teach decent lessons anyway? It, I mean, or is it just yeah. a case of child-minded... But then when you look at, like, classes and the size and the measurements and stuff, it, I mean, it is just absolutely ridiculous. It's It's... 
But then what do you expect? What was it? You hire clowns, expect yeah, yeah. for a clown, expect to say. And, and the guidelines. What's also interesting is in a bit in, in one of the lines it says we know children won't be able to or children will struggle to social distance. And it's like so they're admitting children are going to be struggle to do it, but we're going to do it anyway. And there's no mention of PPE because bloody frontline workers in NHS can't even get it. It just it just worries me to death. And for for me who, you know, I've had the letter that I'm in the category of being vulnerable, it, as a parent, I'm also thinking, well, what do I do here? Because if the school eventually opens up, because they basically said they want all the school back or primary school yeah, yeah. for at least a month before summer, well, I, I don't think I want to be sending... Because it, ma- it makes no sense that we can't go and, you know, visit mum and dad... Uh, and spend time with them yet we can put ourselves in a position where we're surrounded by 15 children from different other families who cannot social distance and that's supposed to be alright it's just it's just crazy and for me I just think this government aren't looking at it with a viewpoint of saving lives or prioritising it's the economy it's like oh we've got to get the economy and I know that's so important but as a teacher, I don't want to be putting myself in a vulnerable position. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. I love the job. I love teaching more than anything in the world. But I'm not going to lose my life over it. It's not worth the risk. And it's not about, you know, oh, you just got to grin and bear it. No, this is something that can be prevented. And, and again, it's not about dossing about. It's just about... Yeah, creating, Liam. <laughs> it's about creating an environment where everyone's safe, not just staff, but children as well. Because I know the children aren't... Um, susceptible to it, are they? So they don't necessarily yeah, well, show the symptoms. Mix, mix of them. Out. I mean, it started yeah. off, didn't it? Like super spreaders. They were yeah. like, you know, well, no, they're super spreaders, but they don't tend to get the illness. Oh yeah, they, they don't get. Yeah, well, there so, has been stories of a few so think, older children. But so not. think about that. So they might pick it up, but spread it to their family. Let's say a couple of parents end up sadly dying from it. Is it is that worth it? To bring them back, uh, the it's just, it is. It's just. It, I think the thing that's that's just it's an absolute minefield. It's, it's, it's uncertainty, McGee, isn't it? It's yeah. just. It's just uncertainty. Absolute minefield. But let's let's let you know the listeners. Well, the listeners deserve. Us, they deserve bants. Well, it's going to bring us on to the next feature because there was something that I put out uh, linked to this, but we've got to get the jingle going first. Pointless things you find in school. So the pointless things you find in school is going to obviously be this idea of social distancing in school, and you know, especially with reception in Year One children, it's going to be. Um, see that I, I, I get reception in Year One. Year Six is a weird one, isn't it? It is, yeah. Because is. thinking of thinking as it thinking of it as a um, primary school. If they've cancelled SATs, then the only real—I don't know what it's like in your school—but the only real focus for Year Six now, and this is something that I put out on the on my Facebook page as well when he said Year Six coming back, I was like, right, well, let's hope rounders is an Olympic sport because if they're <laughs> yeah. coming back for the last half term and there's no SATs, that we're going to have an a, you know a world beating yeah, rounders yeah. team. Because um, it, it is weird because when you think about when you think about Year Sixes, <clears throat> obviously. It would have been Sats Week this week as well, wouldn't it? I know, yeah. Which is which is uh, a crazy thing, and you know some I'm schools gonna, have I'm done throw, it. 
I want to give the children sats. I mean, that, well, that, that's just perfect. <laughs> no, I saw a thread on Twitter where they were like, well, you know, the children have worked so hard, so I've actually written a sats paper that I'm going to give the children so they can do it. Nah. It's like, what? The, the, what? What child is like, oh, I'm so gutted. I'm no, but I do, no, but I, I, no, but I, I disagree with you on that. Okay. I do disagree with you on that. As in, I do think there will be children who have, say, uh, who have maybe just, you know, imagine, say me, for example. Right, it took me a while to understand the bus stop method, but when the bus the, what? the bus stop method, all oh, right. But when the bus stop method, <laughs> when the bus stop ne- method, <laughs> right? When the bus, <laughs> sound like Boris. When the bus stop method landed with me, it yeah. was like bang. So you know you'll when you'll did this have, happen? You know, last week. Yeah, well, in isolation <laughs> sometimes. No, but like you'll have kids who have worked and who have taken it on board, and who would have been in a way looking forward to it so I do I, I, I'm not saying that there'll be kids like there will be kids gutted that they, they won't yeah, but, I be, think... no, but they won't be able to show but what I'm saying is I'm going to throw a shout out on the pod to any any year two year six staff who have put in so much work maybe with specific children and whatever and maybe you got them to the level where they were confident and things like that and I think they deserve a bit of a shout out because even though you're against it, and I understand. No, no, I'm not against. I'm not against teachers getting kids to assert. But what I'm saying is no, no, that I, shouldn't that shouldn't be all rev- no, I know revolved it around. Be, I know it shouldn't that. be. Fat. Yeah, but what, what I'm saying is that is the way. It I know is. it is the way. So, so, so but it shouldn't be. That's what well, I've got an issue yeah, with. Yeah, but what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that is the way. So that's the way. That that is just the way it is. Simple yeah. as that. You know, until ICT is up in the the position of what was it? Who's the who's an uh, education guy? Person, who do you mean? Who's who does who, the big gap? Big Gavlar, the MP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Gove, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah it was the Govester. <laughs> the Govester, Govester, anyway. He's a tool, he um, but yeah, um, you know, I, I, I feel a bit sorry for, for you know them teachers and, and staff in year six, but um, what I was, what I was going to say was having year sixes back, and like you were saying about rounders, I mean, that that is. When you're year six and you finish sats, yeah, you do the odd little bit. bit you do your performance. Bit of transition. You do, you do, you do, yeah. And then you got prom. And I was laughing about, are they, are they asking us to do a socially distant prom? <laughs> I mean, imagine me going back to year six, asking Kelly Worthington to go for a little dance. <laughs> and we're two metres away from each other, like, <laughs> lady in red. Jazz hands. <laughs> to each other. He's dancing with me. Cheek, to cheek. But yeah, so I think the only reason for that is obviously transition. But in our school, the secondaries do that. So surely it'd be better for the secondaries to do the transition. Oh, to do, what, what's it called? It's not called transition day. Transition day, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in our school, there's probably about five or six secondaries that the children go to. So towards the end of the year, they'll either have a residential weekend or they'll go in for a couple of days. So that's not really on us as primaries, but we're now going to have to take year six in and just... I remember my... You can't do a performance, can you? Well, they, I suppose they sort ah, of can. Social but you're going to have to social yeah, distance it. You're going to have to film it. Yeah, how many parents are you going to fit in the whole social distance? No, but you're going to have to film it and, and, and there's that. So... I remember, I, remember my, I remember my I, I thought year five would have been a better shout for to try well, and get them going. There was talk about year five, wasn't it? But yeah. I remember my transition in Ambrose where I came in and... Uh, Ryan just didn't want to see me. Our yeah. other brother, who was in like year eight, year nine at the time, just didn't want to see me. <laughs> and then I think you were getting wedged somewhere, and I didn't want to see you. <laughs> sure. I put my head down. <laughs> Enjoy this computer, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> 
that never happens. As if you call yourself that, as you do, Mr. P. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but that didn't happen. Trying to get it up. Did no one believe that? Fake news. But anyway, so uh, a post went out on my Facebook page on Monday night, I think it was, uh, which basically said, you know, um, finish the sentence. Let me just find it again. Finish the sentence. I don't think reception kids will be able to social distance because I once saw dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it's good. So I was hoping we were going to get a few responses that we could then share on the pod and 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 have a bit of a giggle about because it is near on impossible yeah. to get reception and and have you seen those pictures from the French schools that are already social distancing? Uh, is it where they're in like the playground and, and stuff they've got a it? square? Yeah, it's just, what's the yeah. point? Prison? It's, it's, it is heartbreaking. Um, so I didn't anticipate to get as many comments as as we've had. Now there's nearly a thousand stories on the uh, website that we've yet to share. Um, but on this post on Facebook alone, 1,000, over 1,700 comments. So, again, I've not had chance to, um, to read through them all. Uh, but I also put it on my Instagram story. So I thought I'd share a couple from there, right? Because, obviously, if you want to have a read through them all, the ones on Facebook are public. Now, interestingly enough, yesterday, a reporter from the Metro... Uh, got in touch with me and was like, oh, I've seen this post. I uh, wonder if I could run a story on it. So I was like, yeah, go for it. And he, he sort of asked me a few questions and that. Gave us a shout, gave the podcast a shout out as well. Uh, yeah, but didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't name me, did it? I was good, me. When yeah. you sent me that and it was like, I was like, here we go, here we go. Looking for a picture of both of us. <laughs> no, there was some absolute stunners of you, brother. And then it was like, uh, it, it, the first line in, in the thing it said uh, Lee a primary school teacher blah 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 features this on his podcast I thought okay I'll let that one go I'll let it go let it go and then it just went uh, like literally it's like the small print of an apple thing or the small print of an apple terms and conditions it just went and Lee does this podcast with his brother. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did, I did mention, but no, I didn't, didn't publish it. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry about that. About you when you're speaking to him, he's just like, so who do you do it with? Anyone interested? Like, that's my brother. Don't worry about that. Anyways, I C T spelled I C T. So, um, so yeah, so you can read the article on the Metro. Uh, I'm always, I'm always. Uh, Skeptical. Bit, yeah, with with I've had a few articles published in. The mainstream media and it always I just hate the comment section um, this one wasn't too bad actually in the past I've had a couple where it's been absolutely brutal uh, and I've had some comments the best comment yeah like bro how many chins you got no the best <laughs> <laughs> the, the best comment I had this week was off that video I made about stay alert control the virus um, did I send it you yeah you did yeah and I mentioned on last week's uh, last week's set that we've started to do a few gifts, some podcast related gifts. Yeah. So anyway, I did this. I did that video where. Oh you know, yeah, this going... is it. <laughs> Yo, this guy said, "I'm not going to name." Uh, this guy said, uh, "Well, someone above it put um, literally crying here. It's just perfect." Yeah. Which and, you're and reckon, always you're always like, "Ooh yeah." <laughs> I reckon that was like ninety five percent of the comments. And then someone put. But then Jill. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> funny at first, but God, he done half drain on. <laughs> drone on? Oh, drone on. Nearly fell asleep listening to him. <laughs> I hate how you posted a gif of your back to her. I just put a gif of me going like, nice one. Because I just thought, you know, I don't get... To don't me. But should we tell them, though? There's going to be some other Mr. P gifts coming your way. Yeah, yeah, By yeah. God, you get to use them. They're going to be amazing. Uh, things like that used to eat me up loads. Like, I used to really, really struggle with the negatives. I mean, I've come to terms with it now that it's just part of it, but I just love the fact that I can now post a little gif of myself sort of acknowledging them, but not, not you know, just sort of like nice. Because I just don't understand why someone would post Again, that. you should post... There's the, so much stuff I see on give, social media. You need media. to give Phil Mitchell and that again. <laughs> What's your problem, Jill? <laughs> There's so much stuff I see on the social media where I'm like, what a load of garbage that is. That's not funny. That's blah, blah, blah. You know, but I wouldn't then go out my way to go like, oh, God, he doesn't have to own on. Nearly yeah, it's asleep. true, yeah. What's I mean, the point? You, you, you see stuff. I see stuff all the time, and it's pointless, or it's unfunny, or whatever. Yeah. I, just sl- I just scroll past it. I don't yeah. ever go like, I just don't ever post like, do you know what? I started watching it. It was all right. <laughs> But then, my God, it was boring. It's, it's ridiculous. Why would you do it? So, so that's why he had to get the gift treatment, the yeah. old nice one. <laughs> you got gift. Yeah. But um, so anyway, I'm always sceptical with mains, but that one seems to be oh, be, be all right. But yeah, if you go on the Facebook page, you can have a read of some of the um, some of the examples. So it's just very tongue in cheek, basically saying, "Look, the government is saying that we're going to have to start back with reception children." But everyone knows I don't that this. Everyone knows that this kind of stuff happens. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it happened when we were in school. I mean, I remember when um, I'm not going to name the kid because I don't know what he's up to now, and and it will be bad. But I remember he, he just. He just, and I'll start, if you're eating now. Oh, yeah, eating, yeah. If we're going to go through some yeah, new stories. If you're eating now, just just, just probably just put whatever down because it, it, they're not they're not like horrible, but they, they were just a bit, a bit, a bit horrible. <laughs> and I remember this one kid at my old school came out of the toilet covered, absolutely head to toe in crap, right? <laughs> and then he, he basically just pooed in his own hand and wiped it all over himself and the walls. So I reckon... 1,700 comments on that post. I reckon 1,600. 1. 1.6 now. <laughs> to do with involved pure, pure shack. Oh, it's uh, lots of licking as well. So much licking. <laughs> um, one child at the scab pulled off another child's knee. That is. Wow. That proper turns my stomach, that. Yeah. Please don't um, turn this podcast off if you're hearing this because these are just. Another funny one, just going going off it, was that um, on on that original post, there was a comment about uh, a teacher made a comment about um, children with ASD with autism, mm. right? And uh, basically, it started a bit of a row on the comments, and then I got I got pulled into it because it was on one of my posts. All right. So I started getting all these messages that were like, "I can't believe you let hate speech against autistic people through." So. Basically, we've been t- me and Claire have been chatting, and you know, we're one of the, we, we stick something on the telly at nine, and then we always find ourselves just like scrolling on our phones. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, right, we've got to stop it. We've got to actually engage with what we're watching yeah, on the yeah. telly, and and stop it. But we have a bit of like a banter about how you know who's going to be first to go. So I was like, right, I'm going to look at my phone. Posted that on Monday night, left it, and then 
eventually I looked at my phone a few hours later and these messages can't believe you let hate speech on your, on your and posting comments on it going can't believe uh, Mr P uh, allows this sort of hate speech and I'm going whoa whoa, whoa. hang on a second like, what, what gift what gift can I use for this I'm like I don't have a gift for this what am I supposed to do? I can't control what people post. And the thing is, if I was to read all of those comments, think about how long it would take to read one thousand. And at the time, it was a thousand comments. It, 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 I'd have no life. Do you know who could read him? Phil Mitchell. <laughs> it just caught me, man. You know, I'll just say this. Look, 99% of people who follow my page uh, are of sound mind. You know, agree with what I say, act in the right way. You might get one comment. I can't be responsible for that. I can't be going through sort of policing and checking everything no. on my car. Otherwise, I n- wouldn't have a life. No, you just choose anyway. random ones and gif them. <laughs> back, back, to, uh, back to our reception children are uh, a nightmare. One, one child licked another child's li- uh, eyeball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. I was like, uh, lick what? So much licking. Um, a boy asked another boy to sneeze in his face to see what it felt like. <laughs> A child li- literally deep throat in a door handle. <laughs> <laughs> a child was sick in Mattier's uh, handbag. Here's one. One injecting the other in the willy with a toy syringe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Going for an enlargement that early. <laughs> Two children picking each other's noses. A child put his finger in another child's <laughs> bum crack while sitting on the carpet. I literally, because you're on Insta there, aren't you? Yeah. You told me to go on Facebook. <laughs> I, I literally have never... I've, I've seen a few of them. <laughs> one, one said, not me personally, <laughs> but a reception teacher shared that she caught a child trying to stick a USB lead in another child's <laughs> bum crack. <laughs> Where's my favourite one, the one that I sent you? I once caught two reception children rolling a poo across the floor <laughs> to each other in the play! <laughs> what was the one that your mates yeah, so I sent? My friend Ash oh, said, where's that one that? I once actually picked a piece of poo up off the floor that a child pointed out because he was giving fruit out and I thought it had fell out the fruit bag like a rotten apple or something. When I realised, I said, is this poo? And he said, yeah, it just fell out my leg. <laughs> and she, had, she picked it up with her bare hands. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> children licking their carpet spaces to see if all the squares taste different. Oh. <laughs> so many of them. Reception children getting ready for PE. <laughs> And having to ask a child not to suck his friend's toes, to which he replied, "But he likes it." <laughs> oh god! Uh, just loads of eating shoes. Looking, <laughs> looking. Don't you just love him though? I mean, you just when you hear I mean, this advice, it doesn't. It, you know, it, yes, it's disgusting. Uh, you get them, you get them idiots, don't you? <laughs> oh god, what? A child gave me a bogey and convinced me it was blue tack. Use this on the display. <laughs> My ultimate favourite, though. Uh, and again, if you if you're eating, you might want to stop. Oh, where's it, where's it gone now? Um, 
Oh, it, right, it, the, the, a kid tripped, landed on me, and the bogey he had stored on the end of his finger went in my mouth. <laughs> From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com switch. That's mintmobile.com switch. Honestly, that 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 feels. Sick. Oh, that is making me feel. That that's. Can you imagine that though? Like miss, <laughs> miss oh. with the bogey on the end. You wouldn't see it from far away, would you? That's You'd right. be like, yes, Johnny, miss. I've just got something to show you. Go on then, Johnny, and then trip <laughs> straight in the gut. Oh, I swear, I feel sick. I feel like I'm about to spew. Um, oh my god, that but is. No, that, to everyone who commented on them posts, oh, I mean, there's so many. The funny thing is, we can't read every single one of them out, but everyone who's on Facebook at different times flick through the comments, so yeah, everyone's yeah. comment will have been seen. And well, the thing know, is, if we do dry up on stories, we can always just return back, <laughs> I return mean, back to that, and just give some more. Uh, I mean, they are they are brilliant. They are funny. So, and, funny. Then, and then if another if another newspaper comes and wants another article, maybe I can get named. <laughs> maybe yeah. you can tell them that I exist. Well, hope, well, you never know. It might give us some more listeners, some new listeners. If uh, if it's been mentioned in the metro, I don't even I don't even. Read I feel like the metro have got beef with me because they always put the free papers on the bus, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And I used to roll them up and throw them at the girls at the front of the bus. <laughs> I mean, it was a paper war. They used to throw it back. But yeah. I don't know whether the Metro have got beef because I've never used to read it. No, no. So, yeah, thank you very, very much for that. And we'll share a couple of other sort of stories as we go through. But I think the point with the post and the point with with, with the article is that, you know, um, it is going to be a struggle. And Is if- this your classic in summary? It always reminds me of, like, you know, science experiments. It's the only thing that sticks in my head because science <laughs> the is conclusion. Like, Science is one that, yeah, that, yeah. that I never got. And it was like the conclusion, yeah. And then it's classic, in summary, <laughs> comma. And I just knew you were going to do that. Anyway, just going back, uh, in summary. No, it's, it's, just, it's just, you know, I can't... My feelings are it's not going to be June the 1st. I don't think the infection rate's going to come down enough for that Cheers, time. Doc. <laughs> no, I just don't... Just with what I'm seeing, like you say, with the transport and stuff. Um, and I just don't think, unless it's safe, I don't think we should be doing it. Um, I would just I just don't think I'd, I'd f- we could ever forgive ourselves if it was to affect you know I, families I, I and- agree <laughs> but I also disagree <laughs> yeah um, so anyway so what we'll do now is we'll chat through uh, the bit that got cut last week because if you remember in episode 50 one of the listener questions was um, what are your unpopular opinions right and if you remember I shared that I wasn't a big fan of Harry Potter. Right? Oh, he that, said that, it again. That went down. He like has a, said it again. A crap sandwich. And and um, no, I mean I can understand why people like it. It's just not my cup of tea. And the more I thought about it, I think I was just that little bit older when the first book came out. 
I think you're an idiot, Leviosa. <laughs> and I just, I never got into it, and I've never been a real, I've never really been into the films and stuff. So anyway, yours was what? Was you your... were more of a Harry Potter, weren't you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, honestly, I mean, he wasn't at all. Uh, but it's your reaction, everything that I say, you're just always like, you, you, you lean closer to the microphone. No, no, no. It's like I'm being interviewed, giving my deep, uh, what is it, deposition. It makes me laugh so much, everything I say, you're just like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Right, so. Um, just before you go on, um, obviously, my I've, I've mentioned this before, my wife um, is. When we do them every two weeks, uh, the episodes, which feel like a lifetime ago, don't they, when we yeah. used to do it every two weeks? I mean, yeah. think how much material we'll have when we go back to two weeks, but I've got a feeling that people want us to keep up the old one-week well, regiment. But anyway... I mean, it was only ever what, two weeks just because I was here, there, and everywhere. I had to work around where I was travelling, wasn't I? Well, yeah, and plus the fact that I had other stuff. But the weekly episodes <laughs> are just getting us... We- well, to be not- fair, though, that was the thing with you as well. It was like, I would be travelling to here, there and everywhere, and I'd be like, right, Adam, should we get an app going? And you'd be like, no, nah, I'm going cinema with Cockney John. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I always go cinema and I love cinema. You used to drop it on me on the day. But anyway, no, the weekly apps are amazing and I, and I love the fact that they're helping people. Um, but going back to the unpopular opinion... My unpopular opinion was, obviously, I don't like hot drinks. Yours was Harry Potter. Um, I know my wife's unpopular opinion, but she said it to me. She said, oh, I wonder if mine, mine would, would do. So I thought, you know what, I'll throw it out there. My wife's unpopular opinion, and I don't want anyone to dislike me for her popular opinion if you, if you disagree. Right. Because you just dislike her, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I do. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Is uh, she absolutely does not like Beyonce in any way, really? shape, or form? Yeah, wow. she, she watched a, she, she watched a documentary once where she was absolutely rude and stuck up and horrible to like her her staff and her you yeah, know, dancers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And she just went. Like, and the thing is, the, the weird thing about this, and she only told me that after we were married. Now I, I always <laughs> I always had the hots for Beyonce. You know, I always thought. If you could go back and she told you before marriage, would you have married her? <laughs> yeah! yeah. Uh, no, because I, 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 I used to fancy the pants off Beyonce. I mean, yeah. you know that. I, I, I had a calendar and all sorts. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the range of how much you fancy. I, I had a calendar and a packet of licorice all sorts. Um, but she. I, 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 I do, I do kind of get it. I do kind of get it. She does seem a little bit above us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Queen Beach calls herself. Yeah, she is. Yeah. There is different levels. But then when you see that clip of, of Beyonce's sister attacking Jay-Z in that lift, I saw it on, you know, Channel 5. Channel 5! Let's, <laughs> let's just break it down for a minute. Channel 5. Now, when you're it's in lockdown... When, when you're in lockdown... No, no. No life lesson yet. It's coming later. But when you're in lockdown and, 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 and you, you're channel surfing... And, and you, you know, something's finished and it's a bit like, oh, should I go to bed? And like, yeah, I'm not sure. Channel 5 is the option. Yeah. It's either the man with a hundred legs, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or the man who can, who can walk on water. And then, and then, or it's like the, the 50th most disgraceful celebrity moments ever. And I love them. Whenever I go on them, I'm just like, here we go. They've got the cast of Towie, the cast of the other yeah. ladies. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what a no. 
Oh no, live home. We've never had it before. I meant to see the cast of Made in Chelsea. Yeah. And they've got all just them, random celebrities. They've got it? old celebs, yeah. And they'll be like someone old thrown in like Caprice. Yeah, or Cannon and Ball. Yeah, Caprice is a shout. And then they'll just be like, I mean, when when Beyonce's sister yeah. I kept Jay-Z in that lift and it's just them dead grainy TMZ <laughs> yeah. camera footage and then and then you've got that Bobby is it Bobby oh, or he's, Howie? Him, yeah, he's yeah. always just like and then I thought to myself oh my god I'm like oh Jesus but I love it sometimes number one's always disappointing I record it you know just yeah, to skip yeah, through yeah, yeah. whenever like, like you're waiting for who wants to be a millionaire at nine by the way anyone who watched that last night shout out to my boy who got 500 G's. Did it? Oh yeah, legend. Played a great game. Played a great game. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Channel 5, big shout out. Yeah, so um, I put on Insta, Insta, well, it'd be a while back now, basically, what are your teacher unpopular opinions? Now, I just want to start by saying thank you to everyone who obviously shared. And again, I put this one on Facebook and tw- uh, Twitter and, and uh, Twitter got no responses either and I think that's very telling of Twitter I think people were scared to put their unpopular opinions on Twitter why because of the retweets it can just be a very very volatile place Ooh. the old edgy Twitter but the Insta stories seem to be the most honest now a lot of these are they're not unpopular in my opinion they're just common sense they're just what I would agree yeah, with. yeah. Um, you know uh, things like um, we should be able to teach wearing trainers completely yeah. understand that one um, but there yeah, are a yeah, couple yeah, of good ones they're not unpopular like, opinions an unpopular opinion would be something along the lines of Boris Johnson's message is always clear <laughs> yeah <laughs> what <laughs> it, it, it's something that 99% of people would agree with uh, you know, you don't need a piece of written evidence per lesson. Yeah, I know. That's not an unpopular opinion. Yeah, uh, I know. Sort of get... <laughs> <laughs> it's possible to not work on the weekends. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but then, obviously, there's some other ones that are quite good. So one that was, uh, I despise Pinterest. The classroom and worksheets are just unrealistic, pretty slash tidy. Now, I'd say that was quite... If someone else put pretty displays are pointless. Uh, I think that's quite unpopular upon teachers because you get some teachers who are very, very particular oh, yeah. about displays. I mean, I've talked about I've talked about my famous display, <laughs> and I, I don't know if I've posted it in the podcast group. I, I'm, I'm thinking that I haven't. But when I because I got a new phone recently, yeah, and uh, I went through my old photos. I think I touched on it last step, and I found a photo of my Kenzuki's Kingdom display that took me a full day. And it's the best thing, I think it's the best arty thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, I've never done a display since. I think it is, because you've mentioned it on pretty much every episode. <laughs> well, I was going to say, well done to the listeners any, of episode 52. Any. Well done to the episode 52 listeners, because I am going to post that picture, and then you watch them like flooding. <laughs> you watch it. Uh, I like the kids writing a learning objective, as I, I think it focuses and calms the class. Mm. Apart from the kid with a real small <laughs> handwriting. What's that? <laughs> What's that say? Um, so there's, there's quite oh, a have few you, have you ever asked someone to write on the board who can't spell oh <laughs> isn't it bad you're just like it's uh, me the, I, I'm dreadful like, no, spelling like, the and then they're just like the <laughs> and you're just like no it's a T and you're basically just going through it T H E yeah. there's quite a few on uh, I mean I'm dreadful at spelling that's the one thing I'm absolutely awful at. I'm mm. dreadful quite a, quite a lot about uh, joined up handwriting being completely pointless handwriting in general 
being pointless in this day and age. There's an argument there, I think. I don't join up. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't mind staff meeting. Summer-born children doesn't affect progress. Could be a pop- unpopular. Growth mindset is a load of tosh. Do you know growth mindset? No idea. <laughs> it's very pop. I mean, my thing with growth mindset is that you. What is? I, I swear to you, I don't know. So growth mindset is sort of having an attitude towards learning, where you don't mind making mistakes, and you realise that's part of the process, and it's have basically so having resilience. Yeah, it's having a mindset where you don't give up, and it's very all like resilient. Resilience. Yeah, resilience. Oh but yeah. For me, I, I like the principles of it. I just think it's one of those. And what is it? a lot of people have resources and lessons and displays I don't think you need all of that I think what you need for growth mindset uh, in your school is just a staff that live by yeah, their values yeah good teachers good staff just, just yeah. staff that are willing to make mistakes and go on that journey with <laughs> silly children. mistakes yeah and jackass I, I do it all the time I'm quite happy to stand up in front of the children going I'm not sure about this spelling I'll give it a go but then I'll check it anyway so sorry guys I've got wibbly lines in my eye I think I've got a migraine coming out put your head put your head down every time I come up to a tricky spelling just be like I think I've got a migraine so you've spelled February wrong oh these wibbly lines again right heads down guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> no but I yeah, you don't because I think it's funny that you know you get some teachers who uh, are doing all this growth mindset stuff and then they never make mistakes or step outside their comfort zone anyway I talk about this on my train it's like you know children see through it they're not going to believe in a display if they've not got a teacher or live in the values anyway so that's growth mindset what do you think about this one uh, my unpopular opinion is that Joe Wicks isn't a PE teacher I sort of agree. Now I love I love Joe Wicks. I think what he's done by doing, but it's not PE. I think if I was a PE teacher, if I was like a secondary PE teacher, and he's calling himself a PE teacher, I think I'd, I'd get. Is he calling himself? PE yeah, he's like I'm the nation's PE teacher. Does well, he's he? Not, but does he say I'm the nation's or a PE? Yeah, yeah that's what he said. I'm gonna, no, no, he's been saying it. I think. And I get it, but it's not physical education. It's a strand of physical education. I just think it's... It's, it's, it's fitness, it's, isn't it? It's just it's exercise. It's exercise yeah, yeah. with Joe Wicks. Yeah. Joe Wicks. But physical mm-hmm. education involves sports and it invo- involves the... Yeah, the, well, everything, the, doesn't it? The tactics behind yeah, certain sports yeah, and stuff. So I, I sort of agree. But that's nothing against Joe, by the way. We love a bit of Joe Wicks. Um, our Lord and Saviour. Yeah, our Lord <laughs> Amen to that. Wicks. In the hour of our wicks. Oh, <laughs> um, there are times where I've agreed with Thanos. <laughs> um, but the most controversial one. Ooh. The most controversial Ooh. one. And this was one I then shared on my Insta story and got quite a bit of uh, a bit of feedback from was this one I'm not going to name names but it was (laughs) (laughs) what you you had proper radio host then I'm not going to name names but uh, welcome you're through to two recipes it was this one secondary teachers deserve more money than primary teachers that's going to be that's going to split that that is the perfect example of an unpopular I think out of all of them that is by far um, the best the best example of an unpopular opinion because it's not right. 
<laughs> it's wrong. Um, but this is what I'll say. But about everyone's entitled to tone opinion. Yeah, you're entitled to. I just. Me, well, I don't know. It depends. No, I don't agree with it. Obviously, I think um, th- there's different challenges. I mean, the thing for me is, and this is this might be my sort of rant of the episode, I suppose. Won't play the jingle, but oh, we, people like the jingle. But one thing that I've always... play the jingle. <laughs> Should I play it? Okay, play the jingle. Do the jingle. I want to rant. Rant. 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 Tell me not to rant. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rant, I say no. No. No, no, no. I don't know if this is a proper rant, though. I think it's just more of a an opinion. So, right. So, with what I do uh, outside, you know... Uh, all the training, all the CPD that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've been asked quite a lot about my views on secondary mm. and, you know, would I go in and do training in a secondary school? And um, spelling, I don't necessarily... Spelling, turn, spelling in the yard. <laughs> I don't necessarily turn, turn it down, but I always make it clear that I have never worked in a secondary school. And I, whenever I'm asked questions, so I got interviewed recently on something, and they were asking, what do you think about the GCSEs, blah, blah. And I, I was like, I don't know, because I don't work in a secondary school. And I know what I know, which is... But there seems to be so many... And I think, generally speaking, a lot of primary school teachers are the same where it's like, well, we know what's going on in primary. We don't really know about secondary, so we're not going to make, yeah, you know, yeah. not going to give our opinions on it because we don't know. Yeah, of course, yeah. I don't think it works the other way around. I think there are so many secondary school teachers uh, who are quite happy making comments and suggestions on what we've got to do at primary, even though they've never worked a day in primary. Because all... I've had it before where people who do a similar thing to me as far as technology training... And, and primary schools are booking them in for inset days. And I'm not saying, you know, that they're not, but... but Hire me! <laughs> no, but I'm just, you, you've never worked in a primary school, so how do you know what... Well, I'm sure not every secondary school... You know, if you are if you work in secondary school and you listen to this podcast, I, you know, keep listening. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not having a go at secondary school teachers. And, you know, I honestly don't know if I could do it at secondary... I don't know if I could handle... Well, you know, I, because I, it's different challenges. Oh, 100%. And I, I always think about second, secondary, and I always think about kind of... Because I, I, I've always thought that, you know, the way I am, the way I attack the job and the way I view it and, and the, my relationship with the children and my rapport with, with you know, children with behaviour issues and things like that, I, I'm, I'm very good with and I always have done. Yeah. I always think that I probably could make the step up to, to working with older kids with, with, with yeah. potential issues or behaviour issues yeah. and things like that. But then I look back at, like, my secondary school and I think, could I handle what I <laughs> used to throw out or what my yeah. boys used to throw out? Now, I'll give you a few few little shout, shouts here. There was a, there was a lab technician uh, called Steve. Um, you know, just... He was a typical lab, lab, lab rat, you know... <laughs> Lab rat? Yeah. Uh, who, who just, he stayed in his lab and he, and he just the put out the Bunsen birds. Exactly. The old nice little learners. He just, he, he put, put those Bunsen birds. And, but whenever he, whenever he poked his head in the room, yeah. You know, all the boys, all the lads, me and the boys would be like, 
Steel. You know, like Jerry Springer, Steel. Yeah. And he used to go. You could see him getting angry, and obviously now I'm a bit like, oh, I hope he's okay. <laughs> But then, like, towards the end, like, one of our last ever Steves yeah. was, like, we were walking past the lab uh, when we were, you know, just before we were leaving school. And I think someone said, like, should we have a bit of Steve one last time? And then we looked in, and Steve turned and looked, and then we are all just like, Steve! And he's chucked these Vs up to us. Proper wide Vs. And we were like, Steve! Yes! And then, but then there was another one where... Um, everyone had these empty like Luke bottles and stuff so we all weeded them we all filled these bottles up with wit right <laughs> and then um, this teacher we used to have called oh, Mr no. Edie yeah um, everyone used to call him Ede. we used to do it like a drive by so we'd go past him and go <laughs> and then if he ever asked you you'd be like nah sir I didn't, didn't say anything and then someone else would come the opposite way <laughs> right and then so he was walking across the playground my mate gets back to his back and we've put all the bottles of warm wee in his oh, back right? and he's got them out he's gone oh, yeah. and then he's launched him right and I'm talking 500 mils of pure piss right F- flying through the air Edie in his cream suit <laughs> walking down the playground oh. the bottles are smashing round him it's like something out of a war film he's like 1917 he's walking these bottles are smashing around him and then he's he's, he's, he's his beige pants his cream pants are covered in piss right and then he turned around and everyone darted and then anyway there was a big investigation and I, was, I think I might have I think I might have touched upon it in really early eps where one of my mates got caught so I was like oh no he's, he's down we used to view it like a film oh no he's gone and then he was getting an absolute grilling by Martha yeah Mr Arthur we used to call him Martha he was giving he was giving absolute he was drilling this kid and then I popped my head around the corner just to see if my boy was okay. <laughs> and then the other deputy head, Howard, do you remember Howard? Yeah, yeah. Absolute meathead. He yeah. was like, Parkinson, <laughs> right? He literally gripped me, got me in this room, sat me down and went, did you throw the bottles? And I was like, no, sir. And he went, and he got, I'm talking, I mean, yeah. you talk about social distancing, my God, he was way in my personal space. I mean, touching noses. Yeah. yeah. Right? And he was just like, your pupils are shaking, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you're right. <laughs> Honestly. But so I, have, yeah. I have loads of respect for secondary school. Yeah, huge respect. <laughs> uh, even if you're listening. And don't get me wrong, there's certain, certain things that are similar between primary and secondary, but there's so much that's different. And, you know, I just don't know if, if secondary school teachers who have never worked in primary should be telling primary schools what... That, that's just something yeah, that no, that's grinds fair. my gears a little that's bit, fair, a little yeah. bit of a rant. Anyway, so, again, we might, we might come back to some of those unpopular opinions. I know there's quite a few general ones that some people have thought, uh, shared as well, but we're getting on a bit and there's quite a, quite a bit more to share. So let's go into the next feature. Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession. 
Okay, so confessions. Uh, this one's it's sort it's sort of a, a little hybrid again, a little mashup of a oh, confession slash O. Oh. oh, is it an confession? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got to come up with a name, you know. Jedward aren't legends for no reason. Right. So, on a school residential, our staff thought they would play a trick on our children. Whilst the children were having tea. They went to their log cabin accommodation and moved their sleeping bags around so when they all got back they would be confused. This operation took time, carefully removing sleeping bags from bunk beds, swapping them around. After tea, the children returned to their cabin to get ready for the campfire. All was quiet in the cabins, no noise, no fuss. Another school came down and entered their cabins next to our row of cabins in the wood. From the other school came cries of, What? Oh no, sir! <laughs> After a lengthy telling off by their teachers attempting to find a silly person who thought it'd be funny to mix up everyone's belongings, our school and its staff sheepishly took our responsible and sensible children to the campfire. <laughs> I, oh man, I love stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely love stuff like that because that's just a that's just a bunch of staff. Clear, good, good. Um, Good bands between. Yeah. Gone to do something funny and just made such an O. Such an O. So, uh, yeah. Those well, that confessions... isn't the O, is it? That's, that's a confession. That's well, that's a confession. Yeah, the O is absolutely brilliant this episode. But, um, yeah, if you've got a confession, if you've got something that you've done uh, or know of some someone, you know, uh, and we love the juicy ones, don't we? We oh, love the ones yeah. that are really yeah. naughty. Oh, oh naughty filthy, filthy confession. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, let's go to the next feature. Monday morning, jumped out of bed and put on my Ugg boots. I got in the car, I'm ten minutes late to get to the school gate. Sign in reception, my heart's in my hand to ask you a question because I know that you've got nothing to do. Can I be weird and inappropriate now? Say yes. Say yes. I'll I'll try to be fast. It's going to make you squirm and uncomfortable now, but don't worry. Because it'll feature on the podcast. Parents can be so rude. Teachers are human too. Right, so weird interaction with parents. And this one is uh, this one would make you cringe, wouldn't it? Right, so when going into the hospital for a gynae operation... A what? Like a downstairs for a lady operation. Oh, really? Yeah. What's it called? As a 20-something teacher. Gynecology. Like, oh, uh, oh, sorry, yeah. right. Uh, an anaesthetist... Oh, God, that's hard to say, isn't it? I've Can never you spell it for me? <laughs> <laughs> Can you spell it for me, please? <laughs> anaesthetist... Anaesthetist... Uh, turned up and was a father of a child in my class... He gallantly offered to find another member of staff, but I felt bad. Gallantly? I know. What did he do? <laughs> I will find another member. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I won't look downstairs, miss. Yeah. I will find another doctor. <laughs> he gallantly offered to find another member of staff. Did he go off with his horse? <laughs> <laughs> no need to fear. Oh. Uh, I've, I've got a gas on in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, no one sees vaginas <laughs> like Gaston. <laughs> Anaesthetised like Gaston. Um, <laughs> can say it right. It's not right, is it? Anaesthetised. <laughs> 
Anephitis. Oh, God. Anyway, to me, it's the little, what's it called in Mutant the Fear? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, 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 no, you're, you're the little mate, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, like, LeFou. Is it LeFou? It's LeFou? not LeFou, is it? What's it called? Is it LeFou? I'm going LeFou. It's a shout, actually, I think it is. I'm thinking of, what's the, what's the little candlestick called? Uh, Lumiere. Lumiere, that's who I'm thinking of, yeah. It is LeFou. LeFou, yeah. Is it LeFou? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. And a thief lies there, John. Can't even say it. <laughs> hey, did you see that? Someone posted on the group. <laughs> don't try. Don't no, try no, no. Disney related. But someone posted on the group saying, you know, Entangled, how yeah, the stepmother yeah, keeps... I'm sure someone posted that a while ago. No, the stepmother it is, keeps... It is LeFou, sorry. LeFou. So the stepmother keeps Rapunzel in the town. You're the best, isolated. Dan. <laughs> That's you, eh? That is you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so someone posted on the group saying, if so, obviously entangled, Mother Gothel keeps Rapunzel isolated, locked away. Mm. And he went, just Google what the kingdom's called in Tangled. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it is because you're going to have to Google it. But mind blown. That's all I'm going to say. Um, anyway, where were we? So yeah, gallantly. Yes, yes, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you're the man, yes, Dan. <laughs> Um, I love that (laughs) gallantly (laughs) I eat two dozen eggs (laughs) (laughs) close your legs lady I'll go get someone else (laughs) Uh, uh, gallantly offered to find another member of staff but I felt bad and just felt I shouldn't make a fuss and would grin, grin and bear it. He promised to stay up. <laughs> he promised to stay up the head end. <laughs> Gallantly. <laughs> Gallantly. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't look him in the face at parents' evening. Uh, that's got a bit. That's. <laughs> I bet you were like, you're such an honest guy, Gaston. <laughs> I say that. Uh. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, that's got to be one of the weirdest places to meet a parent. Yeah, I remember the only. Do you know what? I've had hardly any weird parent interactions. Like I remember telling one, um, you know, when I when I was singing that one D song recently, and I saw that mum of a, of a child I taught. But then, just as like <laughs> I saw a parent of a girl who, who, who's in my class at the minute in the local spa and it was literally the one day because I usually take dinners in yeah. you know, to myself and it was the one day that I didn't have a dinner and I messaged uh, Sue and Rach and said do you want anything from the spa and they both said yeah can you you know can we have a sandwich and whatever so I went to the uh, they had like a little they have a little deli yeah. so I was getting all these sandwiches and, and I ordered two for myself and then ordered Rach and Sue one as well. So I was like balancing four and then I got a bag of sweets for someone and I got a bag of chocolate for someone and a couple of drinks. Didn't get a basket, which was foolish. Yeah. And I'm balancing all this stuff. And then this dad was just like, hungry, Mr. P. Right? <laughs> I turned around, just dropped nearly everything yeah. and was just like, all right, mate. Like, and then he was just like... You're hungry, lad. But he kept asking me, kind of like, I was a bit like, I've got four boys here. Are you yeah. serious? But I was um, like, but two, two of them are mine. I've come close. So I went into the walk-in once um, because I had, I had an issue 
that I won't go into, but it's oh, an embarrassing... Oh, was it your grenade? No, we're not going to go into was it. Was it not your grenade? I don't think so. It might have been. I don't, I don't know. And in, <laughs> in <laughs> urgent you care... Oh, I wonder what a grenade is. And one is. of the doctors was a parent at the school. Ooh. So I was like, oh, God. But I, it, I didn't go and see him. I saw one of the other doctors. That's so fair. close call. But I want to know, I want to know where's the weirdest place or the most awkward situation that you've been in where a parent's been there as well. <laughs> or it could, I mean, there could be some positives as well. Yeah. Like, they could be doing a decent job where, you know, you get something for free. Oh, yeah. That's ever happened. I'm not sure, to be fair. Because I've been to, there was a family who owned a restaurant, like a pizzeria. I know of someone, I know of someone who, who, from another school, uh, whose adult was like a, quite high up in Aldi. So they got sorted with them Olympic stickers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And they ended like up winning, things just like saying. That. Yeah. Because I remember speaking to some teachers who worked out in Dubai and, and for a time they used to get gifts at Christmas, which were ridiculous. I'm sure one teacher told me they got a tiger. Really? Exotic as a present, yeah, <laughs> uh, in Dubai. Um, anyway, so yeah, get those stories shared as well. But we're now going to go into a couple of other listener stories. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, listener stories. Uh, uh, Mr. P's bringing the heat, uh. Ha ha! Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? Ha ha! Check it out, yeah! <laughs> okay, so, um, Adam's got a couple of listener stories to share this week. I have, and believe it or not, I've been doing some bedtime reading. Um, yeah, yeah just a little bit. <laughs> just, just a tad. Um,. It, I mean, like you said, it's difficult because you've sent me like the backlog, so I'm trying to work my way through. So I don't know when these are from, to be fair. Right. Um, but yeah, so I'll go with a few. Um, this one said, a listener story, it said, a child had told a member of staff that her dad had died. Yeah. The head teacher told me to call home and ask, guess who answered? Dad. <laughs> I had to explain that his daughter was saying he was dead. Awkward. <laughs> uh, oh, this God. one this one made me laugh. Teaching my first year six class, learning about the water cycle. I asked the class if anyone knows what condensation means. The boy, I asked, confidently responds, So when you can't go for a poo. <laughs> read that I was yeah. thinking like why why is that been put in <laughs> but then I had to obviously you know get, get, my, get my mind working uh. as a trainee teacher many years ago a little boy in the class lost his first tooth this is <laughs> this is great so as a trainee teacher many years ago a little boy in my class lost his first tooth like all good teachers I promptly sent him to wrap it in a paper towel and rinse the blood from his mouth everyone's been there that's yeah, classic yeah, yeah. He's been gone for a little while and there were some strange noises coming from the toilets so we decided to go in and investigate. I found the boy standing in front of the mirror mouth dripping in blood doing evil laughs at his reflection. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That is absolutely brilliant, isn't it? Uh. It was like... Um, and then and then this is just a little short one because the short ones are good for me because I don't have to read that long yeah yeah Um, and there is you know parental advisory there is a tiny bit tiny bit of blue 
Um, teaching year two, discussing what Hansel and Gretel's house would look like. A child put their hand up and said, it was probably a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Um, Please do. Here's another one that I've just seen. Had a message from a child in my class. Hi, sorry to bother you, but what is my school email address? I've lost it. The child had emailed me from their school email address. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Right, so we come to the part of the episode where we're able to bring you a brand new jingle oh yes it seems like we're, we're knocking knocking <laughs> a new jingle <laughs> <laughs> feels like we're knocking jingles out for fun no but every now obviously episode. socially distanced <laughs> yeah so um a couple of episodes ago we did oh should we play the new jingle first no play the new jingle jingle new jingle jingle yeah right okay oh yeah Hey everybody! Hey too, Mr. Peas! Are you all ready for some new jingles? Okay, so, um, was it episode 50? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. And yeah. we had, uh... Well, it came, from a ra- it came from a random conversation. Sorry to... to no, 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 go for it. Uh, it came from a random conversation. Um, I was talking about how lockdown is, is getting tough. You end up not having much to say. And uh, me and Cockney John had this long phone conversation where he went on a bit of a rant about um, Paw Patrol. And then I told him to text me what he said the next day. And then that was how it came about, basically, wasn't it? (laughs) So we've decided to turn it into a feature. Um, And with it being a feature, we've obviously got a jingle. So here's the jingle to Cockney John's Notorious Views. Cockney, Cockney, can't you see? Sometimes your views just hypnotise me. Cockney Johns. No, 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 notorious f- views. And I think that is up there with one of the best jingles we've done. It could be. It is a great jingle. It Absolutely. And the best bit about it was we gave we gave Cockney John a sneak peek of the jingle, didn't we? Yeah. I sent it in, and his reply was, I, I can't believe it. I've got my own theme tune. <laughs> Uh, right, so um, we put it out there, didn't we? Lots of requests, yeah. and uh, well, I'll pass you over to Adam. He can read this. Yeah, week's. well, the, the, there was an awful lot of requests, and we are going to work through uh, some of the the shouts you've made, and and it doesn't necessarily need to be um, about children's TV. No, uh, but whatever you would like, Cockney John's notorious views on. Yeah, we're happy to to deliver. Well, I say we're. Cockney John's happy to deliver. So I texted him a couple of days ago and I said, uh, are you ready for your, your feature debut? I want your thoughts wow. on Peppa Pig. Right. right. So, this is, <laughs> and there is going to be an awful lot of bleeping. This is Cockney John's Awful lot of what? Bleeping. Oh, no. More work for me. It's hard to edit it all together, but go on. So, well, you'll kind of get the drift (laughs) after the first line. So, this is Cockney John's notorious view on Peppa Pig. Here we go. I f***ing hate Peppa Pig. (laughs) 
Straight off the bat. Is this like an essay? <laughs> where he makes his point and now he's got to justify why, it. Why does she always go on about Daddy Pig's big fat tummy? <laughs> he even tried to exercise to get in shape. She tells him that he doesn't look fit because his tummy is big. I'll tell you what, Pepper. Look in the f***ing mirror and let me know when you realise that your head is just a great big cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then not to finish there is that why her name is Peppa Pig because if Pig wasn't in her name she would be Peppa Ballsack there's <laughs> <laughs> right. loads more he clearly has it in for the old Peppa uh, why does a hamster have a pet tortoise <laughs> firstly the hamster would chew on the tortoise's shell through to the meaty goodness in a matter of days. <laughs> I had a hamster once who chewed through a TV power cable and electrocuted itself. <laughs> then the stupid <laughs> did it again a week later. There is no way a hamster would be smart enough to provide the care that a tropical <laughs> reptile requires. <laughs> also, a tortoise can live over a hundred years. A hamster has two years tops. <laughs> Regardless of how many times the stupid f***ers electrocute themselves. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you ready for the next fit? Go on. Pedro Pony. I can only assume that he is Spanish <laughs> due to the name. Yet I see no evidence in this programme. Why doesn't he eat paella? <laughs> <laughs> also, that little <laughs> is far too friendly to be an horse. <laughs> I was trying to prove to my son how friendly horses were last week and the dozy f- <laughs> I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go do that again and the dozy f- sneezed in my face how does a sneeze smell that bad there's <laughs> more there's more uh. George is a little <laughs> He apparently said dinosaur is his first word. <laughs> off, George. We all know, we all know that was Mummy Pig showing off to Mrs. Sheep. <laughs> I love the depth. Miss Rabbit's jobs so far have included helicopter pilot, aquarium caretaker, gift shop assistant at the aquarium. Super, <laughs> supermarket cashier, face painter, nurse, dental nurse, library assistant, bus driver, ice cream seller, theme park ticket seller, train driver, recycling centre operator. I can't wait to see the episode where Daddy Pig needs his prostate check. <laughs> I want. This is just. This is the weirdest little uh, bit he added in. 
I once pebble dashed my toilet and it was more artistic than the animation in this show. <laughs> and then he said, Madame Gazelle should get off her fat ass and teach some maths. No wonder Pepper's thick as pig shit. <laughs> and he said, even though Bing Bong Boom is a bit of a tune. <laughs> and then... Oh God, I can't even speak. I can't speak. <laughs> he says, "All I can say is that Peppa Pig is the best advert for a bacon sandwich <laughs> in existence. Not only do you get a delicious snack, but you get the satisfaction of knowing that cockface bitch can't inflict her opinions on anyone else ever again." <laughs> Well, I hope everyone uh, who was um, so angry, so angry, but but so uh, funny. He's, he, the uh, way, the way, unique, yeah, view on the world. I hope, I hope if you have children or have experienced Peppa Pig in any way, well, um, I hope the children haven't listened to that. Yeah, God, I hope they haven't. Uh, but that is uh, oh, that. Funny. If if you've got anything that you think. Uh, you know, you'd love Cockney John's notorious view on. Shout it in the group. We'll come up with another one. Yeah. Uh, but that was, I think. I mean, they say sequels are always worse <laughs> than the first, aren't they? But I think, I think he's really outdone himself there. Uh. Flashback. Throwback. It's affected every one of us. Okay, flashback, throwback, and um, oh, we need to find the uh, the results of the last one. I think I won. Which one was the last one? Uh, was it episode 50? No, we didn't do that, did we? Because episode 50, we did the old, like, our favourite stories yeah, from back then. Oh, it was the Chinese takeaway, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you're a bit you're a bit worried about this flashback, aren't you? Because you're not 100 percent sure. Well, it just literally it. decided what it was. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Only three to thirty-seven. So we've, we've yeah, it was it was Chinese takeaway. I went crispy, crispy duck, sweet and sour chicken, egg fried rice. You went prawn toast, chicken chow mein, salt and pepper chips. 63 to 37 percent in my favour. 606 votes. I think Ooh. that's the most we've had. Yeah, it could be. Well, it's on, difficult, then. isn't it? Because we, we, I posted a picture, um, and I'll touch on that with one of my choices, but that's why we're doing Tearjerkers, isn't it? Because it just reminds us of amazing films that you that you just lose yourself in and end up getting emotionally moved by. So yeah. I'll let you start off with your three. Right, well, my f- am I do- doing all my three together? Just go bang, boom, bang. Right, okay. So three films that had me in bits. First of all, and I'm choosing this film because I was not expecting anything out of this this was one of them that Claire films that Claire chose for us to watch right and you nine times out of ten if we're picking a film I'll pick the film because I'm a bit more in the know yeah do you know what I mean yeah it's like um, she's watching normal people at the minute have you watched that I've not watched it now well listen, she's read she's read the book and she says the book's better than the TV show Mm. I've been forced to watch a couple of the TV episodes and I'm not a huge fan 
I could probably maybe if I read the book, but isn't there loads of naughty scenes? I think there's a few naughty scenes. Oh yeah, look at you. I don't know. I might have cast my eye on a few of them. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. No, but it's just um, seems a bit slow in part. Yeah, I can understand why people might be a bit. You know. Well, anyway, anyway. spit your choice out. Right. Son. So this was a film she chose a while ago, a few years ago, and it was just one of them that crept up on me, and I was not expecting it. So my first choice is Fault in Our Stars. Oh, is, yeah. that the, is that how it's Fault yeah, in Our Stars? In our stars. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's Again, a great it book. One, it's it? a great book. I think, <laughs> think Claire, you don't even you don't know. But Claire read the book, and she was like, "Let's watch the film." And the film like, is right, very okay. good, to be fair. The film and, is um, good. Yeah, that just. Oh, it, I was in. I, there was a point where Claire looked over at me, and I was just. Like, it's, it's, it's a tough watch that one yeah it is, it is, it is. Yeah. so that's my first choice um, look at us trying to speed through flashback because <laughs> yeah. of the unpopular opinion last week <laughs> did that get mentioned it did get mentioned yeah it did yeah, get yeah. mentioned yeah um, right. we got a message from the lovely person who who uh, insulted us <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I'm kidding uh, and she was worried about offending us but listen I don't get offended it's, I do it's, it's Mr Giftsman over here <laughs> As long as you didn't say anything about my voice, yeah. <laughs> droning on. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, second choice. Uh, I've gone for Up. That's a good choice. And I'm, I'm only going for the first 10 minutes of Up. Because oh. I think that first 10 minutes of Up is the most heart-wrenching opening to any film ever. I mean, there's been some great openings to films. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah. And, but Up, I mean, I always say this. Up managed to to create a better love story in the first ten minutes than the Twilight films did over five films or whatever. You know, yeah. again, Twilight was another one that I got forced to watch, and then Claire got banned from picking films for a few years. But anyway, I like Twilight. You do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awful. Teen Edward, baby. Oh, awful. <laughs> it's just oh poor. Um, now, my last choice, and this is throwing me back, because I'm sure we've done this, as I think it was films from when we were kids that made us upset. I'm sure we've done it in any earlier episode, and if we have, someone let us know. But this is the thing... Oh, no, myself, just, 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 just let it go. <laughs> both myself and Adam have really poor memories. And we're 52 episodes in now, guys, so we, we probably will repeat ourselves. So yeah, unless, you're enjoy actually, it. unless you're binging, like, you're did you see the... that one, that woman who did six episodes in a day? Never. Yeah. She put it on her Insta story. She was like, just finished my sixth episode of the day wow. of, the, of the podcast. Yeah, well, to be fair, there used to be Can you like, imagine how much you, my you, voice you, would you drone to... on? Yeah. Six episodes. Yeah. I've just had the best sleep ever. I listened to six episodes. Um, yeah, but thinking it, it's like, uh, it's like, the episodes used to be like 45 minutes long. Like, that was like a long gap for us. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 now you're hours. just droning on for two hours. <laughs> so my last last choice is the first film I ever watched as a kid that made me cry, and it's My Girl. Ah, yes. And that just... I Just every film I'd watched up to that point was always happy. That was the first film that actually touched upon something that was upsetting. <laughs> And can you imagine, like, not being expert? Because we were very sheltered in that way. The first thing is a child that touched you in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I mean? I, I just remember that bit at the end where, oh, God, that just, that just aired me for was days. Was the LB sting? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoiler know. alert. So they're my three choices. Fault in Our Stars, Up, My Girl, Tear Jerk, I, I don't think Bee stings for, like, a 1991 
my you never know. Show. You never know. Uh, so my films, my choices this week. Um, first one straight off the bat is uh, Marley and Me. Uh, For someone who's not bothered, you're whizzing through. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just anyway. Second choice. <laughs> no, Marley and Me. Yeah, uh, and, and it's weird you say that because I feel like I've talked about this, but well, anyway, um, Marley and Me. I remember watching it and just being so moved at the relationship with the dog that yeah. I looked at the dog, our, our you know our glorious Sally Sunshine yeah. that we had, who, who to be fair at the time was, Still was the old, dog we've ever had. was was very old at the time. So I'm sure Marley and Me was about 2008. I might be wrong. I'm sure it was about 2008. And um, you know, I watched that film, and I remember as soon as the film ended, and I, and I kind of, I never used to cry at films. This is the thing with me, even Armageddon and the, the absolute heartbreakers. I never used to cry at films, but I used to get upset on the inside. <laughs> and I and I looked at Sally, and Sally looked at me, and I just thought, you know what, we're going out. So I strapped the leash on, and I took her on the, the longest walk I'd ever took her on. And then when I got home, I just I just hugged her, just, just hugged her so tightly. Um, so Marley and me first choice. Well, funnily enough, you should say that because I think we're going to end up getting a dog. Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. What? I mentioned this, haven't I? Like, what scratch, a dog. Scratch. I know. The cover. I know. But apparently, you can. Um, you can. I think the reason because it doesn't make sense that we had dogs when we were kids and I was fine. But now, if I go to mum's, I'm not. I'm not fine. But I think it's just because I'm not used to it. I think you build up an immunity, don't so you? So you're actually getting a dog? We're thinking of it, yeah. When? Claire's, Claire's getting very obsessed with the idea of getting a dog. Which kind of dog? I don't know. I think we're getting a cocker summit or other. I think my ex-girlfriend's looking for a place to live. <laughs> <laughs> hey <Hey-o! laughs> um, Anyway, so my second choice. Uh, and again, it's just... It's, a, it's another heartbreaker. It is another heartbreaker. And that is the notebook, and you know it's a bit ooh, of a ooh. it's a bit of a textbook choice. But no, you know what? I'm not having it. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? I love that. That's one of my favourites of all times. When you ask the missus what, what takeaway she wants, what do you want? I do it all the time. But you know, I mean, it's just such a great film. I went through a phase, and again, I have spoke about this where. Me and my mates would go to these films. We went to watch Dear John, and it was a cinema full of girls, and we were just yeah. stood there, like sat there, four lads watching Dear John, Channing Tatum ripping it up. Um, a bit weirder when we four lads went to watch Magic Mike, but anyway, I'm not getting into that. Um, but yeah, the Notebook. I mean, it, oh god, it 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 seriously touches you on a different level. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my second choice. So we've got Marley and me. We've got the Notebook, and then. This is basically the reason why we did this uh, flashback this week was because straight after Bojo's um, ridiculous speech where, uh, you know, we don't need to touch upon that again because it was, you know, I'm still confused. Um, I reclined, got a bag of Tyrrells and I put Titanic on. Right. Titanic's going to be my third choice because I love it. It is a great I absolutely love it. But this is my this is the thing. I watched it. I watched it the other day, right? Yeah. Okay. So film came out. What was it? Ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I think it was ninety seven. So I rate. I've watched it once every two to three years. That's what yeah. I would say. And with every year, it's a long one. Though, with every it's a oh, long, oh yeah, it doesn't half drone on. <laughs> Send you to <laughs> Send sleep. Send you to sleep. So 
and the thing is it's, it's aged well you wouldn't like look at it and go oh look at that effects that looks yeah, yeah. It's, it's aged there's some films you watch now oh god like... yeah but but this is my this is this is funny this is my recent opinion on Titanic right there's a few little issues I've got with it okay so I'm going to start off with I love, I love the love story. I know that it's fake, but I love the love story. I love that because James Cameron was into shipwrecks and he and he, he did his he did his is is digging with with the ship and everything, and it, it was perfect, wasn't it? But the weirdest thing is when I was when I was a kid, I was just kind of obsessed with the fact that the ships the ships sinking and oh my yeah. god, look at it and the iceberg and stuff. Do you know what bit I found most uncomfortable with watching it just just the other day? Go on. Was when the ship tipped up. Yeah. And all the plates, all the perfectly lined up plates dropped out and smashed. <laughs> I sat there and I thought, what a waste of China. <laughs> Honestly, I sat there thinking, what a waste of plates. And I thought, God, you're do, old. Do you know what? This is something that I say all the time. Whenever you watch a film and do you know when someone gets angry... You know, if someone gets angry and they either throw something mm. or they like, you know, throw their arms out and they like crash everything out. I always go like, who's picking that up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you just done that? But like, just was, get angry with yourself. Like, don't, don't ruin everything. Yeah, You've got to pick lo- it up afterwards. I was afterwards. looking at all the stuff and then, you know, and there's people dying, there's people drowning. And then I'm looking at these plates <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, what a waste of perfectly good china. <laughs> right. And then. And then obviously the bit, the bit at the end, and I, I, I do, I love the love story, and, uh, and but there's and, definitely room. Well, yeah, there's do it's room. I mean, don't get me started on the room. But then, but then this is the thing, and can you believe this? I am 31 years of age, and until two, two days, three days yeah. ago, I thought Titanic had made an O for, for for what are we on? 23 years. Yeah. 23 years. I thought James Cameron and Titanic had made an O. And I'll tell you for why. <laughs> is because when Jack is telling Rose, like, you're gonna be <laughs> good impression, that it. <laughs> you're gonna be in your bed one day, you're gonna live a full life, you're gonna have loads of children. And then he goes like, never let go, never let go, right? And then he dies. Yeah. Okay? And then she goes, I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Boom, lets him go, right? <laughs> and he sinks to the bottom of the goddamn Atlantic, right? Was yeah. it Atlantic, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And then I always thought, as if, as yeah. if he made such an you know, yeah. that he was saying, don't let go, and she just let him go. And then when I watched it the other night, I finally realised that he was saying, don't let go of the promise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that, that was massive. But they... <laughs> That was massive for me because I honestly I sat there and I was getting a bit emotional again and I thought I thought I finally get it 23 years <laughs> I finally get it can you believe it 31 years old oh, and then no. this is the worst bit right the whole film centres around Bill Paxton and his team of of, of like treasure hunters yeah. looking for the heart of the ocean the blue diamond that Billy Zane gives Kate Winslet and and you know he gives her the coat and the diamonds in the pocket and all this and she's an old lady blah 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 you've seen Titanic you with me and then it, after everything she's on that ship right at the death right it shows her granddaughter's house earlier on in the 
in the in the film, film. and she lives in a in a in a you know a Joe yeah. Average house. She could do with that. Dirt. <laughs> she could do with that that you know heart of the ocean dollar. And then it, do you know what bit just 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 annoys me about Titanic is the noise that that old lady makes when she throws the heart of the ocean in. Do you want? Do you understand what I'm saying? So she walks up and it's all emotional. We've just witnessed Jack dying. Yeah, I can't see Nana Maureen doing that. Nana Maureen would be cashing in. <laughs> cash, cash money. Yeah. yeah. Terrence, just, just, just clean this up for me. Right, uh, just, just let me find. Let me find. So I found the end scene. And if people don't remember... Uh, the old lady who's told us the tale, uh, she walks to the edge of the boat and the music's playing. It flashes back to Kate Winslet finding the heart of the ocean. And then she stood. And I, I, forever I thought, just give it to your granddaughter. Let your family have that dough. And I don't know whether it's a symbol of, you know, that her heart of the ocean is going back where Jack is. Um, but this is the noise she makes. She when didn't she, move up though, did she? This is the noise she makes when she throws it in. <laughs> I'm just going to go back. So here you go. <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? You, you, you've, spent, you've spent three hours watching this epic love story for this old lady to just go, eh. <laughs> It's been 84 years. <laughs> But yeah, uh, vote for me. <laughs> it is a, it is a cracking film. It's a that's the first film I ever went to the cinema to watch twice. And I tell you what else as well. Uh, it's funny you should say that because I remember going to Wales. You'd seen it, and we were all in Wales at Nana Maureen's, and we drove to the cinema in Rill, but it was sold out everywhere. Yeah. Um, but you know when, when you watch the film back and it's so good and it was Leonardo DiCaprio looking oh, look, look the casiest he's ever looked yeah that well, Kate Winslet was a bit of a cow at the start I mean don't get me wrong I know she was a bit depressed with Billy Zane but you know when she was just like how dare you speak to me like that and then, and then she just took his folder and was just like what are these like looking through and then she goes oh these are these are quite good I was yeah. thinking like give, give me back my doodles <laughs> Give me back my doodles. My, you know, imagine, imagine if it was me. Imagine if it was me. Oh, give me back my diamond S <laughs> from primary school. My bubble writing. Stop looking at my bubble writing, Rose. Uh, sad, uh, sad doodles. Give me back the doodles. Uh, uh, man kid. We've not got any man kid this week, but we have got a cracking O to finish the episode with. So here we go. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Right, oh what an oh And again, plenty of you sharing Lots of nominations in the group But this one, and there's loads of stories And again, please do Go to the website, twomrpspodcast.com, where you can share your stories. We are getting better at looking through them as well. Yeah, we're, we're trying to keep on top of it all. But this one just absolutely tickled me. Right, so hi, Mr. Pease. Thanks for making lockdown so bearable. It's like being in the staff room again. 
Massive O from my auntie this week. <laughs> right, so yeah. you know... It's a great goes. start. You know what... She put up an angry-slash-disappointed status on Facebook about her and her husband being the only people out clapping for for the NHS tonight. She actually used the words, poor show. It was Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Poor show. (laughs) Poor form. Bad form, Peter. You many many comments on Facebook. <laughs> it's such an anti thing to do in it. It'd be the Just, quickest. Have you seen that? Have you seen that video of the guy who pretends to be your auntie during the clap? Oh, so funny! Oh, yeah. It is so good. Again, someone shared it on the group where it was like, like <laughs> number, yeah, 10. Number, number ten. Yeah, yeah. It's nurses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Um, We've had such a laugh picturing them both clapping and angrily staring out at the neighbouring houses. The best bit, she lives on a main road, <laughs> right by traffic lights, guaranteed to have many cars passing. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> I don't blame him for getting the day wrong. I mean, that could happen to everyone. But it's just, I love that, like, you've gone back in and been like, you know what, I'm going to write a Facebook status about this. It's disgusting. <laughs> Bad. What was it? What was it? Bad form? Bad form. Poor, poor show. Poor show. <laughs> Brilliant. Guaranteed to have cars passing by. Keep up the great work. You're doing a cracking job of cheering up the teaching profession. Oh, God, that really, really tickled me. Love it. Absolutely love it. Right. So that does bring us to the end of another lengthy episode. Just want to say a massive thank you again First for listening. First time we've both been lengthy. <laughs> Uh, as always please do get involved by sharing your stories uh, going to the website if you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review it really really does help us come up the podcast chart so we've been lingering around like 15 20 in the education charts it'd be great to get top 10 because some of the top 10 are absolute dreadful so we'd love to uh, we'd love to be up there with them I love that shade no but some of them are like Conspiracy theorists in the ethical educational category. It's like no, should be us. Should be us. Um, And our views on the 1997 (laughs) blockbuster Titanic. There's your education. Um, So yeah, get get on the Facebook group as well, uh, and please do share the pod because we are currently at um, yeah 975 thousand listens. Hopefully. This time next week, if everyone listening to this could just pass the pod on to a colleague or friend, I reckon we'll be up to a million, which would just be amazing by next week. And, yeah. you know, when things are the way they are in lockdown, you've got to look for these little things that can keep us ticking over. And knowing that we're just short of a million listens is uh, something special. And it only happens thanks to you guys supporting the podcast. So, uh, yeah, massive thank you from me. Yeah, huge thank you. Just remember, guys, stay alert. <laughs> unless you're listening to me drone on <laughs> stay alert unless you're nodding off to Mr. P's videos <laughs> right see you next see week ya.